Very powerful major hurricane. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis talking about Hurricane Ian. The rapidly strengthening storm is approaching Florida's southwest coast with landfall expected this afternoon. Governor DeSantis says Ian is a hurricane. It's going to have major impacts, both on impact in southwest Florida, but then as it continues to work through the state, uh, it is going to have major, major impacts uh, in terms of wind, in terms of rain, in terms of flooding. Uh, so this is going to be a nasty, nasty uh, day, two days. Uh, probably we think now it will be exiting the peninsula uh, sometime on Thursday. The National Hurricane Center's Eric Blake. I think we want to emphasize... Uh, the extreme storm, uh, risk of storm surge uh, in southwestern Florida. Uh, if if you're in uh, Naples, Fort Myers, Port Charlotte, all the way up, uh, this is could be an exceptionally damaging event. With the potentially catastrophic storm surge of up to 18 feet, Ian has already unleashed flooding across the Keys and has cut power to tens of thousands of utility customers. Meanwhile, across the Florida Strait... The U.S. National Hurricane Center says Cuba sustained significant wind and storm surge impacts when the hurricane struck with top sustained winds of 125 miles an hour. The entire island lost power. Correspondent Donna Warder says the island's famed tobacco fields also hard hit by the storm. The Kremlin going ahead with plans to annex areas of Ukraine seized by Russian troops following Putin's invasion. Moscow claims that residents of the occupied regions voted yes on the question of joining Russia. However, Ukraine's government and the West describe the vote as a sham. The Dow is up 185 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. The U.N. Security Council holds an emergency meeting following Russia's announcement of the results of the votes that were held in parts of Ukraine now under its control. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky called for global sanctions on Russia for sham referendums and attempts to annex parts of his country. After the meeting, U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield announced a joint resolution with Albania condemning the votes and demanding Russia withdraw its troops from Ukraine. She also warned Vladimir Putin's government. Let me be clear. If Russia uses its veto to shield itself from accountability, we will then look to the U.N. General Assembly to send an unmistakable message to Moscow. The resolution could be before the Security Council later this week or early next. I'm Tim McGuire. The European Union suspects a damage to two underwater natural gas pipelines as a result of sabotage. Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, nice start out there. We are expecting a mixture of sun and clouds during the day today. Slight chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures today will be in the upper 60s to near 70 for the shoreline. It's going to be a breezy day, too. Tonight, partly cloudy, cooler, overnight low 47. Thursday, mostly sunny, breezy, highs in the mid-60s. Friday, mostly sunny, highs in the upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. 60 in Norwich, 61 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Norwich has issued its first cannabis shop permit. It's going to Derek Gibbs and Carl Torella, who will operate the store out of the former Family Dollar on West Main Street. The partners must still get a state retail cannabis license before they can get up and running. Governor Ned Lamont and Republican challenger Bob Stefanowski disagreed with each other frequently as they participated in the first debate of the election cycle. The men outlined their positions on issues like crime, abortion, state spending, the economy, taxes, health care. They agreed on very little. Independent Rod Hodling also participated in the one-hour debate, which was live-streamed in the afternoon and aired last night on NBC30. Lamont won his first term as governor in 2018, defeating Stefanowski by just three percentage points. The family of a man who was paralyzed while in New Haven police custody in June filed a $100 million lawsuit against the city. Randy Cox was handcuffed, not strapped in, while being taken to jail in the back of a police van, was thrown headfirst into a uh, van wall when it stopped short. Cox family attorney Ben Crump says despite his injuries, Cox was driven the rest of the way to the police station, dragged to a cell by his shoulder. The father of a boy who was killed at Sandy Hook testifies in a Waterbury courtroom as a jury considers what damages InfoWars host Alex Jones will pay for calling the massacre a hoax. Ian Hockley described how he was harassed following a memorial service for his six-year-old son Dylan. Hockley says he was accused of being a crisis actor because he actually smiled during a touching moment of the service. Partly sunny, breezy 70 today, 60 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. So, Stefanowski and Lamont uh, disagreed with each other. Yes, as they should. Wouldn't it have been funny if they agreed with everything each one of them said? <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be wild, huh? Yeah, I watched uh, quite a bit of that debate last night. So if you could look at it objectively, and I know you can, can I? who would you have said won the debate? Uh, I thought Stefanowski won last night, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Made some good points, huh? Made some good points. He overcame some stuff that, uh, you know, he was trying to get straight, and uh, Lamont may have, may not have been misleading about him. And, yeah, he came across pretty, uh, hmm. pretty authoritative and... Uh, Lamont, not quite on his game, I didn't think. But So they have uh, two more, I think, two more debates? You know, I don't know. Something like I, that? I do not yeah. know. I know Stefanowski's complaining that he's not doing enough debates, Lamont, but I don't know how many they're doing. Mm. I think it's two more. Is it two more? If they'd like to come on here, they could debate on my show. That would be good. That would be great. We'll yeah. give them boxing gloves a whole bit. We'll throw the bait out, see what happens. <laughs> Reel them in. <laughs> Here's the bait. Here it is. Feel so bad for the folks in Florida. Just oh man, this is this is not going to just pass by, is it? No, 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 no. This no, is not a no, passerby. No. no. I have a friend calling from Florida who's not in the uh, section where it's 
really, really dangerous. However, he's had thunderstorms, and just down the street from him, there was a tornado. Yeah, they had a couple tornadoes last night. So it was really near uh, where his house is, and um, he'll be checking in with us. Hopefully from a safe place. Yeah, at 11 o'clock today, we'll get a first-hand report. Excellent. Exciting. Other people in the Weather Channel are doing in their little weather balloons. You know, I haven't watched the Weather Channel. I don't know. I'm sure Jim Cantori's down there somewhere. Oh, there's the wind. Holding onto a flagpole or a a small child. I don't know. Well, the governor's doing a great job uh, trying to, you know, get everything set and people out of there and... uh, yeah, he seems to be on top of it. Yeah, he seems very much on top of it. So I've heard him on, uh, well, some of the networks anyway. <laughs> some of them not, uh, no, the Joe not Biden, giving him any time. Joe Biden did not want to d- discuss it with him. Isn't that amazing? Really? A, uh, this is true. This is true. Joe Biden didn't want to discuss hurricane preparations with the governor of with Florida, the, no, which is about to get hit? Because he doesn't like him. Right. He talked to some of the other high-ups, but... Uh, but not the governor. Huh? Not the governor. Seems a bit childish. I would say so. I don't like you. Yeah, I am. I'll talk to your brother. What happened to bygones be bygones in the case of an emergency? Yeah, we need to put a little politics beside here and uh, not do the happen. people's business here. Mm-hmm. So today is an open topic day. Got a lot of that today. So I'll... Opinions are going to be uh, welcome here. Do you have any friends and relatives in Florida? I have a few uh, college students that I know that go down mm-hmm. there, and uh, some of them are evacuated. i got to check on a couple others, but I think they're all right. But, yeah, some's already left. Uh, yeah, some youngins down there I know. And there's always some people that say, I'm not going to leave. That's it. Yep. I'm staying here with my stuff. That is true. And it's uh, more than the wind, it's the water in some places. I think that's going to be the big thing, the water. And people try to attempt to go through these high puddles, if you want to call them that. And uh, it's not a good thing. I have a niece who's in Orlando, and she is even in kind of the... Mm -hmm. But luckily, she lives on the fourth floor, so I think she's okay. Yeah, Orlando's kind of a hot spot. Tampa, Tampa's a very hot spot, huh? Orlando's so far inland, but... I don't think it matters with this storm. Well, they're still planning on the Tampa game being played on Sunday, but that's a long shot. Yeah, I don't know about that. Hmm. Seems optimistic. Well, our thoughts are with those folks. Sure are. We wish them well, and uh, we'll be updating all of that for sure. It's the top news story everywhere. Let everybody know. Yeah, rightfully so. It's, It's the first big major hurricane of the year. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. So we'll be hearing from Florida Jeff uh, after the 11 o'clock news today. In the meantime, this hour is test, test, test. totally, test. totally open. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Welcome. Good morning. Let's do this. You're on the air. Good morning. Residence. He's right in the red, um, the red zone in Punta Gorda, Florida. You have a relative in the red zone? Yeah, my sister. Have you talked to her? Um. Well, she's here right now because she lives in Mystic as well. Oh, good. I'm glad she's in Mystic. That's great. Well, 
but um, her plan is because six months here, six months down there, she is going to be driving back to Florida come Sunday. And um, so I don't know. Things could probably change whether she has her home down there or not after this uh, storm. But she, her house is in the red zone down there. Well, I don't know if she'll be driving back Sunday. Let's see, today is Wednesday. Should be hopefully yeah, cleared up and, by you then. know, it all depends on whether they have power, mm-hmm. if her house is left, the water. Well, that's a lot uh, to do with it. The power generally will go out, yeah. Yeah, and usually she'll stop at my brother's who lives in Pennsylvania because it takes about a couple days to get down there. So... I don't know. We're just uh, hopefully everything's going to be all right for everyone down there. Well, they're well prepared now. Governor's doing a good job, and um, let's hope for the best for them. Yeah, I, I know if she was down there, she would have uh, had to evacuate, but mm-hmm. she's still here in Connecticut for right now until Sunday. Well, she may be but here a little bit longer, and uh, I'm sure it's very tense to see what kind of damage there is when she does get there. I know, so I'll let you know um, <laughs> okay. how that turns out for her in her area. Right. Um, Keep I us know posted. She said her neighbor put up shutters on, I guess, around the windows and whatnot mm-hmm. for her. Um, but anyway, you know, I'm I'm thinking of the song um, by Queen, um, "Under Pressure." Uh, that was my subject on something else. Uh, with everything going on, and I'm thinking of this lawsuit, go figure, predictable, for that um, unruly criminal that was paralyzed in New Haven, so they're filing a hundred million dollar lawsuit yeah yeah well it it was not done correctly obviously i mean he was a a criminal but uh you're not supposed to treat prisoners like he was treated so i don't know where that's going to go he also didn't comply uh in the beginning Mm -hmm. as well so um like i said i don't have any empathy um and so here we go. I forget. Um, I forget what his crime was. To be honest with you, it's been a long time, and that story's been kind of uh, stagnant for a while. So we'll have a lot of updates on it for sure. Okay. So. Um, okay. Thank you. Okay. You. Hi. Welcome to the program. Morning, Stu. Morning. I'm still here, Maria. Well, you know hey, how that okay. works, Joey. No, she just went, I know there's a delay in your radio. Okay. I know that. I know okay. that, brother. Hey, listen, Dan. Uh, first of all, Marie, she's way off. Under pressure, that was a big hit for David Bowie, not Queen. But here, I'm calling. How was the uh, Charter Oak Scan and Digitalization guy? His name is Robert Webb. I'm reading this card he gave me. How did it sound when I got home that a lot of people showed out still? It was extraordinary, to be honest was with you. Was it really extraordinary yeah. still? People were I was bringing... the first one there, wasn't I? You were the first one here. You mean you walked? You were the one that walked here, right? That's right, but I was the first one to see Mr. Webb and, and turn in my items. 
Remember, because it wasn't even 10 o'clock when I got there, and I met him and the, and the girl, Crystal, I think her name was, and you had a little bit of a crew out there, and, and yourself and Mr. Robert Webb. Gee, I didn't recognize you, Joey, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. You you know, i got to say this to you. I shook your hand. Yeah, I know. And I know you're not, I know you're not President Biden. And I said, hey, Stu, and I shook your hand immediately when I walked up Cooperack Road. It took me 25 minutes from my house between Bacchus and NFA where I live. Because you asked me, How, where do you live, Joe? And I told you, right on Washington Street. I timed it. I went up through Mohegan Road, up Snake Hill, and went all the way past Kelly and cut down Ox Hill, made a right, come up the hill, Coop rack on the right and came right up the street. It took me 25 minutes, Stu. That's weird. I because believe, I, yeah, I even showed you my, I had my Phillies ball cap on. I saw you at the Dairy Queen, and to me, you looked different than you did there. Oh, man. So you really didn't recognize me. That was Joe, man. Hey, listen. So Mr. Webb, I gave him two items, and he said, you know what? And I said to him, hey, that was a great interview with Stu Breyer, you know. And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. And uh, I said, you know, Stu likes accents, and I do. So I called him back after your interview, and I said, "Man, what a what a gentleman and a great English accent!" And you agree with me? So I said that to him, and he says, "Yeah, my father was from Northern Ireland." I said, "Ireland," and he went like he because Northern Irelanders or English, they don't really care for the Republic. But anyhow, and he goes, "I'm gonna tell you what." He, he's going to do my whole uh, run of film, 35 millimeter film, from one shot. It was like 20 exposures. He says, that's on me. Isn't that cool? Oh, kidding. Wow, I wasn't aware I of that. I'm having a VHS that my dad did in the 80s when he was in his 50s and 60s when my mother had an 8 millimeter camera. And all these real reels in the 80s when VHS was the big thing. All of us kids got a, 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 a recording of all that with old 50s and 60s music, and it's on there on a VHS, and I don't have a VHS. He's going to make a uh, DVD out of that for me. So 15 bucks, dude, he's going to deliver, and my photos are free. How about that, Mr. Robert Webb? Well, I'm so glad that you were there, Joey. I'm sorry I yeah, spaced I out can't, on I, you. I had a suspicion and a half, so I... Dude, it's like he didn't even really... I should have took my hat off. I don't know. I had my ball cap on in catcher style. I always wear it that way. Maybe that's and, what uh, it was. I don't know. I can't believe it, Stu. But anyhow, Maris, we're still waiting for that record. And uh, the Yankees got the uh, American League East. And, and Gordon uh, Rice, he said that the Milwaukee Brewers and the Phillies are still in a contention for a wild card. So I'm not giving up the ship yet, Stu. You have a great day. I'm going to listen to you, brother. Okay, thanks for coming by. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Boy, that's strange. I thought Joey looked different from... Anyway, Stu spaced out. You're on the air. Welcome. Morning, Stu. Morning, Larry. Uh, first of all, it was a very nice obituary of Marvin Ceruto in the New London Day in the bulletin today. Yes, I was going to mention it to the audience. Thank you for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people who want to read that or see it, um, I imagine it's probably online and it's in the uh, papers, too, if they want to go on the computer. So in, bo- in both papers, I understand. Mm-hmm. It is. It's in in the day in the bulletin. So um, second, I'm sure you saw the video yesterday of that uh, punk beating the hell out of that woman in the subway in New York City. The one that 14 years old, he killed his grandmother, and he also, while he's in a psychiatric unit, killed another person, and he's out on the street. And uh, this woman's picture is on the front page of the Post today, and her face is there. Mm-hmm. Will no one help us? Is a big. Uh, thing underneath her picture and her face her face is beyond recognition 
Um, I, I, it was almost unbearable to see that. Yeah, but they showed it now, all. Why, why they uh, why they blocked her face out last night during mm-hmm. the uh, the showing of that beating? I don't know because during the day yesterday they never they never put that little circle on her face to uh, keep her identity. Why would they block the victim's face out but not the punk who was beating her uh, to, to no end? Well, I tell kicking you, the uh, you see him kicking her in the face. Yeah, in the head? It's, it's unbearable. Eric Adams is a bust. Once again, he, he's a punk. Also, he thinks he's cool wearing his sunglasses now because he wants to be like President Biden. He can walk around with his sunglasses on all day and think he's cool. Okay, he's not cool. He's an idiot. He hasn't, he's a Just former like policeman the, and he hasn't done a thing for crime in New York. No, nothing. But anyways, uh, I'm going to save this post for you because you've got to see this woman's face on the front page. Her face is the her eye. Her right eye is completely. Uh, destroyed you ought to see this woman's face on the this is unbelievable that this stuff is going on um, I'm sure this punk will be right back on the street again well he was out on parole and the last thing he did was not that long ago it was a stabbing and they uh, put him out on parole those uh, morons and uh, they are the reason that we have so many victims in New York and other inner cities yeah and the third thing um and the final thing is, I'm going to get on Tucker Carlson big time. I watched him last night, and I thought he was very, very irresponsible for what he did. What did he do? I mean, uh, I saw him. What, what was it that you didn't like? I didn't like him blaming the United States for the sabotage of that Nord Stream uh, gas line. He doesn't have any evidence to bring up all the stuff that he brought about the United States and that, that sabotage of that gas line. And he ripped, he, he kind of ripped the United States last night saying that they were responsible. He didn't say it right out, but he kind of said it well, that the United States is responsible for that sabotage. First of all, when, I, I, when I got out of it, you didn't think it was fair to say that Russia did it because they would be uh, hurting themselves. So Listen, it, he wants to say Russia did it. I don't care. No, I, I live in the United States. He, 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 still, in my opinion, he was very irresponsible bringing up the United States and the sabotage of that, that Nord Stream. This is serious stuff. I mean, who did this? This is like war. I don't this think he actually said what happened with that Nord Stream. I don't think he actually to, said the USA did it. I don't remember him saying well, that. You, you don't remember him saying bringing up the United States last night? I don't remember that You're exactly. You've got to be kidding me. What did you watch that I didn't watch? Well, I, I watched when he said he didn't think it was, you know, people are saying Russia did it, but why would they do it? It would be hurting themselves. But you you didn't hear him talk about the United States possibly being involved in this? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, not, he may have hinted it. I don't remember him actually saying that. Okay, I might he have did. missed some of it. I, I did have it on tape, and I might have missed some of it. Anyway. Well, anyways, he... he, he it was uncalled for. I, I don't didn't like what he did last night uh, on his show. He's in fact uh, the last couple of shows that I watched. I think he's getting a little irresponsible mm-hmm. uh, in, in things that he's saying without any proof. Um, I, I prefer that he has facts or factual bases on things that he brings up instead of just, uh, especially on serious issues like this. This is very very serious. The blowing up of that uh, that sabotage of that 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 pipeline. No, oh, yeah, it was a serious thing, that's for sure. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we did. I don't think so, but who knows? I don't know. Well, but I don't okay. think it was Russia. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Thanks.
Thanks. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Susan. I'm on um, Tucker Carlson's side on that. I, you know, because I'm thinking, okay, it would be easy to sabotage it no matter what if it was on the ground. But this is under the water up towards Sweden and Switzerland, under the water way up there. And right now, um, they're having, you know, all their, they, had their, they, they had that dumb Nazi guy kill kids in that Russian school. They had a terrorist attack. Same thing. 17 people shot, 11 kids dead in Russia the other day. Guy wearing a swastika on his shirt, and he killed himself. And then they were doing the voting in Ukraine, which I was watching in real time on that, um, is it Philip Lancaster? He was going around to the different cities watching the people in line vote. And then they pulled him from Twitter. They wouldn't let anyone see the voting going on. And so Dick, and and in the middle of the night last night, I was listening to uh, my uh, George and Ari uh, thingy, and there was a guy on there, and he was going all the way back to all the comments, because he said, what do you think, we're going to have a whatever with Russia, you know, atomic war? And he's saying, you know, Joe Biden said this way back when. If Joe Biden says it, if it's out of his mouth, it's going to happen. And he mentioned something about Oh, I don't know. I don't trust the Biden administration. They're not working for us, okay? Now, that there was another thing I wanted to tell you that I heard on there, but I wanted to mention New York. They're having, okay. oh, oh, people get shot right and left even on the playground now. People running for their lives on the play. You, four people standing talking on the street. This was only this morning. There was like probably 12, I bet you, I heard of just over between yesterday and tonight. But you know that tent city? They've got heated tents and everything, and they put them in the Bronx. The Bronx people don't like it. You know, they're Venezuelans. They're Hugo Chavez, Venezuelans, right? Think about that. Do you know That's who they're they going to vote get out for? Of there. Who do they want to vote for? Yeah, you know who they're going to be voters for? I know what it's getting set up for, and if I was a betting person... Is this going into your conspiracy theory book? Yep, Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. Because on one Jeb of the Bush. Trump videos when he was campaigning, and they did a video of it all, okay... Jeb Bush worked in Venezuela where he met his wife, and he, uh, he does speak Spanish or whatever you call it. And uh, they're going to be Je- uh, Jeb Bush voters. So that, that's my feeling. Okay. I'm glad to get Put it Venezuela. in Chapter 11 in your book. I got to run. Thank oh, you. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, what? You had, he talked about my, I didn't get my paper yet, but last night they played a, a bumper song. Do you know the song, We Had Joy, We Had Fun, We Had Seasons in the Sun? Do you know that one? It was a number one hit. Okay. I want to play that one for Marvin. It reminded me of him. Very sad song. It is. And it's very sad and very shocking what happened to Marvin. Just gone. And I just think this would be appropriate for him, because I think it's also kind of Italian, because in it, it's pa- he says, Papa... 
And I'm thinking, that's Italian. I said, I got to tell Stu. All right, Susan, maybe we can get it in today. Okay. Thank you. The obituaries are in the bulletin in the day uh, for Marvin Ceruto. You're on the air. Welcome. Nobody home. So how's the weather? Good. <laughs> Boy, we're so grateful we don't have that horrible weather, but our thoughts and prayers are with the Floridians for sure. WICH weather, mix of sun and clouds today. Chance of a shower, so what? High 70. Tonight, partly cloudy and cooler, 47. Thursday, sunny, breezy, 66. Friday, mostly sunny, high, 69. Right now, it's 63 degrees, and welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi there. I wouldn't put anything past Putin. Oh, of course not. I I mean, he's got phony voting. uh, All of a sudden, he's going to be honorable? Right, right, exactly. Look at the people trying to get out of Russia. And and uh, the last I heard is he's going to close the, uh, you know, the port of entry oh, there. Oh, of course. He'll do anything. Yeah. See, he'll he's, do anything. He's panicking because um, he's had a lot of losses he did not expect. Right. And uh, he's ruthless. And uh, how's he going to get out people, of it? The people realize it. Yeah, they do it, now if they didn't before. Well, they do now. Uh, I, I wouldn't put anything past them. Anything. Anybody that talks about using nuclear, uh, he, he he would. I wouldn't be surprised if he has it in his plan, and they know it. Well, he's out of control. He's very scary. Unless he somebody is. in his regime can stop him, we got to keep a close eye on him. And and some of these people they want to send over to the Ukraine. They've said, I don't want to kill any. Innocent people in Ukraine. What yeah, do I want to yeah, do that for? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is, you know this storm, Ian, that's going uh, mm-hmm. uh, into Florida? Yep. Um, it, 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 the track it's taking is going right through the middle of where we used to live in Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, hope, I, I hope the people are... Out of there. Well, they certainly have been preparing, and many of them they are have. getting out of there. They're they've, been, always, they've been preparing well. Always some that want to hang through there, but um, the governor, you know, I saw him a lot on television yesterday and uh, heard him today. He's doing the best he can. Yes, he, he is. He so is. We he is. see. He is, and he's doing a good job of it. He is. He's got a lot okay, more work too. to do. All right, thank you so much for calling. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Stu. How you doing? All right, sir. Thank you. It's the man on the porch with the wind chimes. Mr. Wind Chimes, boy, uh, well, it's not going to be too windy here, but... Uh, it's a little bit of a breeze today. A little bit of a breeze. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got I got to order oil today. What do you think? Should I go out and get some smelling salts and lay down before I call? I, I'm, You know, I'm almost frightened to hear what you're going to tell me. First of all, how much of the tank did you have to fill, the whole thing? Well, no, I haven't I haven't filled it yet. I, I've got a call this afternoon. How far down is your tank? About a quarter of a tank. Okay. You know, sometimes oh. they won't even come to your tank unless it's a, a half of, a half or less. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm thinking about going out to the, the, the drugstore and get some smelling salts and... Mm-hmm. And maybe lay down on the couch before I even call because I probably faint. Did, so did you get what the uh, how much it is a gallon or? Oh, not yet. I'm oh. going to make a call pretty soon. Uh, I, I think it's about four dollars a gallon $4 right now. Four dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hey, I, I'm sitting here on the front porch, and I just watched the garbage truck go up and down the street. And I, I can remember living in Norwich back in the back in the early '60s. That was it was like a seven man operation. It'd be two men running ahead of the garbage truck, putting the barrels out by the road. Uh, three men on the truck, the driver and the two guys on the back, and then two guys behind them putting the barrels back in the yard. Now today, mm-hmm. it's a one-man operation. The guy doesn't even get out of the truck. Isn't it amazing that that uh, robot arm comes out and picks up your garbage and, holy cow. Yeah, man, maybe I was in the wrong profession. I can't keep up with the 21st century, really. I'm having a tough time with it. Yeah, it's amazing. Like I said, back then in the early 60s, it was a seven-man operation, and now yeah. one truck with one arm and one man replaced them all. Well, so far, I've never seen the arm miss, but uh, it's possible. I know it. He ought to put a boxing glove on that arm, and maybe once in a while, pow, pow, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna contemplate giving the oil company a call now. So good luck, my good, friend. Uh, Once again, day, thank huh? you for chiming in. All right. Take care. See ya. He's got the chimes. We got the time. You're on the air. Welcome. Nobody home. If you are calling and I'm on the line with another caller, you'll hear. I'm gonna when I put you on hold. You're not gonna hear anything. So just hang in there, and you would be next. So um, that's how it works. So remember that. I will get to you. Promise. Scouts honor. The scouts ever tell a lie? You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Father Stu. How are you? Hello, Boston Benny. What's up? Well, I want to apologize. I, I believe I called and I hung up when I should have maybe held on. I That's kind of okay. Like... Don't worry. I'm thick-skinned. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I really haven't formulated what I wanted to say uh pertaining to what's going on in our country. You I heard you just recently say just this week that we have you were saying to a caller that there are a lot more good people in our country than bad. I think it's and pretty I, o- that's pretty obvious, I think. Well, you know what? When you said that that made me begin to think about what is going on in our country if we have mostly good people. There seems to be a a number of things that are happening that are not good for the good people that are happening in in this country in terms of the behaviors. Mm -hmm. Sure. The violence, I don't want to get into the details of it. I would, what, what I sometimes do when I call you, I I have some thoughts, and then I I want to then put put it on paper, and sometimes I send some of my thoughts on to you. So I'm going to do it in this case, and I just believe that a lot of the good people like yourself and your callers, I think we need uh, some more help in terms of our, our spiritual nature to deal with some of the things that are happening to our country and, and, of course, there are things outside our country that are impacting us as well. The world is changing, and and, that, and we're, we as a country, we're changing, too. So I, I want to do some more thinking about it. I think that's the reason I hung up, but I decided I'm going to call it at least say this much about what I'm thinking about. 
Well, a few bad people can do irreparable harm. Yeah. You know Yesterday that. I just heard about, you know, the attempts in, in Connecticut and in other areas of our country of uh, people threatening to do uh, commit violence to our schools. Mm-hmm. You know, that I, 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 who no, the good people don't want to hear that, but it's, they reported it in the media, so. I have some more thinking to do about this. All right. And I'll, and I'll give back to you. That's always fine. Thank you. Okay. Well, you know, we could go on. It's you definitely we have a breakdown in some families. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there was I saw something, and I don't remember exactly what state it was in. Could have been California because they have a lot of these, but... Um, about 75 young people decided to just go into a store, steal everything, wreck things, bold as heck. Young teenagers just stormed right in, got out of there. There's videos. Maybe you've seen some of the videos in the news. It is so disgusting. They just did it and left. I don't know. Sure, they have them on video. Will they ever catch anybody? And even if they do, will they ever do anything to them? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Well, thank you very much. How are you this morning, Stuart? Oh, let me check. I'm okay. Yep. You sure? I, I can give you a minute. No. Nope, I, I do the weather while you check your, check your oil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need is a good oil. We, we don't want to talk about oil after that uh, that poor man that's going to call the oil company this afternoon. We'll be praying for him. Somebody called me the other day, Kevin, and, and if I have it right, he said they filled up the tank. It was $1,600. Is that... I don't know. Anyway, I have no trouble believing that. Sorry to bring up some something bad, but what do you, what's, what you got there? Well, I wanted to respond to the gentleman that just called before me. Uh, he's certainly not the only one that's concerned about uh, whether there are good people left in the world, but we have to remember... But by and large, generally, the news media nowadays is reporting bad news. They're mm-hmm. not reporting on the good things going on. They're reporting only on the stuff that's tearing the country down and tearing society apart. Not saying we don't have problems. We do. We have big problems. We have huge problems. But there's good people out there doing wonderful things. I think, um, I think too, there's uh, several groups of people who might have an agenda that uh, they want people to get down on our country and not be not have faith in our country anymore. I tell you, the, probably the biggest problem I had with Donald Trump, and I had a number of problems with him, but I did not go along with this, this campaign slogan of Make America Great Again, because I have a news flash. America is great and always has been great. It has problems. But for any politician, regardless of what party he's from, he or she, to say that America isn't great anymore and we got to make it great again is puppycosh. It's puppy a great gosh. country. We're, we're, you like that, puppycosh? I like that's my Can word I of the day. Can I say puppycosh on the air? Kosh, no. You didn't poppycosh me out, did you? No, you didn't say poopycosh. <laughs> that's all right. What the heck is poppycosh? I guess it comes from poppies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, but no, this, uh, don't, well, that's don't an lose, interesting don't point. Don't lose faith. I haven't, uh, well, this has been, you know, to be honest, in my opinion, this has been a trend uh, 
for the last, I don't know, eight years, nine years, ten years, uh, patriotism seems to be waning. I still think it's the greatest country, and I'm glad I live here. But I think there are people that want to bring it down. And uh, Exactly. So I never was really upset with that slogan. I was. I was. Or he, I could, he could have said make Because there's still some political folks using it. I don't agree with it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just because your country has problems doesn't mean it's not a great country. We've had problems before. You know, were we were we not were we not a great country because we had a civil war, and half of our country or more was keeping slaves? That was a terrible, terrible, horrible, despicable thing. But we've always been a great country, and we've come out of our problems, and we're going to continue to do that if people will hang in there. If people lose faith, then yeah, we're going to lose the ship. Oh, interesting. I, I'm taking that all in. I'm, let's make okay, our you're country, taking notes. Let's make our country even greater. Okay, I, I'm going to have that. Marty give you a quiz tomorrow morning, and you know. Oh, you're going to quiz me tomorrow? <laughs> no, no. I'll have Marty do it. You mean I have some homework? Well, you always have homework. Really? I know you're always watching the news, and if they paid you for the hours you work, they'd go broke. Oh, I'm telling you, I watch so much news. It's um. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's like and I took a spaz pill. I'm not, I'm not being, un, I'm not being non-empathetic to the gentleman. I just want him to be faithful and go down to the soup kitchen and ask uh, Jill or one of her workers how many good people there are in the world in the city. I'll tell you. Oh, I know there are good people. I yeah, you know because yeah. I, I recognize well, that's, that's them. true of every community in America. But there are people that can disrupt so many good people because. Mm-hmm. Our criminal justice system is letting them do it. You have a good point, and the media is feeding the fire. They absolutely do. (laughs) I think there are things that don't need to be on the news. Not all the time, not every day, every hour on the hour. I just want them to tell the truth, and as Howard Cosell would say, tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, speaking of America. (laughs) That's what I had on my mind. I just wanted to lift that gentleman up a little. Don't don't be too down. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. See you later. See you later. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Well, hi, Stu. Hi, Yay. Hey, is it a time to talk about a silly subject, or should I call back? It's not like you. You have a silly subject? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I okay. saw an episode of Roseanne, mm-hmm. and the, the daughter, Darlene, do you know the show? Yes, I do. I used to like that show. Darlene was up in front of her old school giving a speech, and she, well, this is the silly part, she cut the cheese, as they say. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about all the different uh, funny stories, people that's listening and you could come up with, and me, about cutting the cheese. Um, Well, some of us know what that means, cutting the cheese is, um, well, I'm looking for a word for it, it's... um, when you stink up the joint. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then, of course... It's a word, but it's, it just doesn't end with the bad for one. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, uh, I, I'll give you two examples. It's pretty funny. Is um, Jay, he was a friend of mine, a Native American from Arkansas, and he moved up here. His wife was from up around New England. Anyway, we talked about a lot of silly things, and he lived in a small apartment and there was like a little a dumbwaiter in between the two apartments mm-hmm. so when he had to cut the cheese he would open the door of the dumbwaiter do it and then shut it i guess 
it was a leaky dumbwaiter because it served the next apartment, and he'd listen to hear when the people talked to each other in the other one, two people, oh, did you do that? No, you didn't do that. That's pretty disgusting uh, what he did. And he started, he he would make him crack up laughing. The second thing he used to do was he he lived in Hartford, and he'd sit on a a park bench, not really park, but a waiting for bus bench, and he'd kind of like be between two older women. Uh, He got the spot first, and um, he would do that, and then he would... uh, he would leave quick, and they'd both be looking at each other. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's one of those funny subjects. Yeah, people have a, so many laughs about it. It's really interesting. Um, you know, you can do so many of those jokes, and people yeah. laugh. I've seen yeah. comedians do about 20 minutes of those uh, pass-the-gas jokes. Yeah, like they run even, out of them. Uh, when you went to yoga, I think you said that that really initiates passing of gas. Yes, in some of the positions it does. Isn't this a sweet yeah. topic, folks? You like this? One? Yeah. Maybe that's why they do it part of it, so people relieve their system at the same time as exercise. I'm not sure. Is that a good way of relieving stress? I think it causes stress. I don't know. Well, if it gets rid of the gas, it puts less pressure on the blood vessels that feed the intestines. So, anyway, just figure I'd bring it up. I hope other people can call with funny stories. All right, thank you. Thank you. I think the odds are we may not get a lot of stories on that. Meanwhile, back to the Twilight Zone. We'll take a short break, 89-5252. It is an open topic to start things off today. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Fox News commentary. An Iowa Democrat skipped in-person voting at the Capitol over COVID, but wasn't too scared to travel to Europe with her family. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. The dollar is in grave danger as Russia and China recruit more nations into their anti-dollar alliance known as BRICS. If this continues, how much longer until the dollar is worthless? Stephen K. Bannon here. I urge you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with a gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With inflation continuing to explode, it's critical you take action today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Democrat Sidney Axney didn't vote in person last month for the Inflation Reduction Act, citing the ongoing public health emergency as her reason for voting by proxy. But oddly, that public health emergency didn't stop her from vacationing with her family in Europe. We know this because her son posted a family photo on Instagram documenting the trip. He later removed the photo, but too bad the internet lives forever. The audacity of that woman. Not only did she vote yes by proxy on that falsely titled Inflation Reduction Act, she bragged about it from France. Speaker Pelosi extended the window for members to vote by proxy till September 26. We don't know if it'll be extended again. But this is unbelievable. We pay the salaries of our representatives. They work for us. There is no good reason to work remotely and excuse it with the COVID pandemic, especially if you're willing and able to travel to another freaking continent. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. 1047, Stu Breyer with you at WICH as we clear the air for some more calls here. Just wanted to remind you there's a big festival coming up. They always have great ones, too. And this is from the uh, Russian Festival, 25th Annual Norwich Russian Festival, Saturday, October 1st, 10 a.m. to 2 at the Holy New Martyrs Orthodox Church, 364 Canterbury 
turnpike in Norwich, stuffed cabbage, pierogi, oh, all the stuff I like, kielbasa, terrific food. There's also a bookstore and raffles. It's going to be this Saturday. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay, thanks. Yeah, I've gotten their, their pierogi and kielbasa. Excuse before. me? Oh, yeah. They're good. Mm-hmm. Um, not as good as the ones that my mother used to make and that my son makes. Well, I have no naturally, the ones our mothers used to make were the best, right? Yeah. That was the law. Mm-hmm. It, it was. Well, she adds dill to hers, and nobody else adds dill to theirs. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. It really makes a difference. Um, I saw Martin's obituary was finally in. Mm-hmm. I, al- I almost missed it. I'm you know, looking online. And I'm going, oh, he died in August. But um, I met him. At, I was leaving ShopRite, and he was going in. And I thanked him for his service, and he introduced himself. So we had a nice little chat. And um, it's too bad they didn't mention he was a WICH um, caller in the obituary. But anyway, I wanted to talk about homelessness. Okay. And you know, you have these homeless people, like the, the guy in New York who was on parole, who, you know, attacked this woman in the subway. And she's probably going to lose an eye. He was on parole. He, he killed his foster grandmother when he was 14. You know, he's had several assaults with knives and stuff. I don't know why he wasn't in jail. But anyway, we know why morning, he wasn't in jail, because the wrong people are handling those things, but um, I'm not going to get worked up. Go ahead. All right. So this morning, I was watching um, Fox, Fox at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I, I had steroids yesterday. I'm, I'm not sleeping. Anyway, they, they were in Spokane, Washington, in this homeless encampment has like taken over this park. It's the filth. There's it's horrific. You know, and people live near there and they want to move but the, their houses are underwater because they're not worth anything because they live near almost encampment mm-hmm. and they're not doing anything. And then we have these, you know, um we have um what's his name from from New York setting up a tent city first for single men and then it'll be for families in the Bronx, you know, in the poor neighborhood of course, taking over one of their parts. Why aren't we doing anything about this? And why aren't we doing anything about the homeless veterans first before all of these illegals are coming in and we're paying for them to live in hotels, to be in a tent city, to be flown across you know, and you know, don't get me started on this Martha's Vineyard thing. Um, they can't take 50 people after after Labor Day when all of the regular all of the regular summer people have left. There were not 50 empty rooms on that island, please. And I bet there were 50 jobs. Um, but anyway, um, we need to close that border. Sentinel right now in Skittles in in Nerds. Um, don't send your kids out for, for Halloween. I told my my son that. I'm hoping he doesn't go out on step two. Families he knows. Just go to people he knows. 
because you don't know who's going to hand the kid a fentanyl pill and it'll kill them. Um, they found a bunch in New York, too. So um, we need to close the border. The, the well, you have Biden to, you'll have to talk to the, you'll have to talk to the president. He was really called out last night. He didn't call to, you know, to be, yeah, he did not call DeSantis until after 7 at night. He called the mayors of the Democratic cities, but he did not call um, you know, DeSantis until then. Yeah, well, he, he got a lot of pressure that he should call him because he wasn't going to do it, yeah. I know. I mean, just because you don't like him, just because he, you might be running against him next time, God forbid, um, that Biden runs. But, um, He's not, Biden's not going to run, for one thing, and DeSantis uh, wants the borders closed, and, of course, that's a no-no I mean, for some people. That's what, that's what the sending the people to New York and Washington at least people were talking about the mm -hmm. the thousands of people that come over every single day. They had a, a mayor of or a sheriff of this small town. They're spending thousands a day to house these migrants that are coming over the border. It's unfair to them. And also, I want to pray for the people of Florida. Oh, um, my goodness. Yeah, we're going to talk for, to somebody from Florida after the 11 o'clock news. So thank okay. you for calling. See you. Welcome, The president won't go to the border, and Kamala won't go to the border, and why? Because uh, they don't want to bring any attention to it. And it's a bad scene, but it sounds like a broken record now. But it's serious stuff. Seven till eleven on WICH, sixty-three degrees. We'll get some sunshine sneaking around today. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies welcome Fresno State to East Hartford. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch! Touchdown, UConn! Our coverage begins at 2 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM, WICH in Norwich. October's right around the corner. And Halloween, but uh, we're a little queasy about Halloween this year because of some of the things showing up. You're on the air. Welcome. Thanks for taking my call, Stu. Great yes. show. Thank you, sir. I've been to Florida. The only time I spent a week there was in the town in question, Punta Gorda. Mm -hmm. I know the landscape there. I went to the restaurants in the town. I was going to describe the harbor for you. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there, no. Yep, it's it's very low-lying in the restaurant and the harbor. The railing of the restaurant's right over the harbor. Mm-hmm. So if that that's not good. gets hit by 150-mile winds and 15-foot tide, that's, that's, I don't see how that place could... I don't know. I don't know how that could survive either. either. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're talking 150 miles per hour, uh, folks. That's unbelievable. But before I get... Before that, I wanted to mention the, the pipelines mm -hmm. in the Baltic Sea, the Russian pipelines. Yes, sir. The USS Cursage was in the area. It's a Navy ship. They put flight logs of their training flights on the international flight where you see airplanes flying. You're familiar with that? Mm-hmm. So like if you have an airplane, you put your numbers, and then it shows it on a computer going across the ocean. Right, the Cursage flight logs 
show the helicopter going over the pipelines. It does look. Well, I don't understand like we that. Did it. Yeah, I don't. Both understand. pipelines are completely destroyed, inundated with seawater, and I mean, we, we'll never pump another ounce of gas. We'd be hurting some other people that uh, we wouldn't want to hurt if we were doing that. So I don't understand it. Other people have submarines too. Mm-hmm. Other countries have submarines. Even independent people have submarines. Well, but anyway, back to Florida. The area in Punta Gorda, they have the old town that's 1950 and before, and that's right near the ocean. And that looks like Mystic, kind of, mm-hmm. with the restaurants right on the water. And then going back, mile after mile, you have the new areas with shopping malls and little houses and stuff. Jeez, now I'm thinking maybe I was there one time. I don't know. I've been to Tampa and Orlando, and uh, I may have been there. Okay. And the storefronts would be main streets with storefronts, barbershops, closed stores with the big glass windows and all. 1950s style. Yeah, that place is getting wiped out. When you go to the beach there, you go to an island over this little bridge, and the beach is mm-hmm. out on the island where the condos are. Well, I hope There's no be, way. I hope there's everybody's a, I mean, out of there. Maybe a really strong building could hold it, but mm-hmm. there's no way a pane of glass could hold that. The whole island's going to be underwater. All right, sir. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Okay, good luck, Stu. Yeah. Good luck to those folks in Florida. and Of course, they're going to need some help. Definitely going to need some help. And um, American people are always there trying to help out those less fortunate. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, well, I lost somebody there. We have a couple of minutes before 11 o'clock, in case you want to squeeze in a call. But I certainly don't want to rush anyone. So you can have your say. So let me tell you that uh, Sunday, the annual blessing of the animals, 11 a.m., Grace Episcopal Church, 8 Chapel Hill Road in Yantic. Animals of all kinds, including stuffed animals, are invited to receive a special blessing during the worship service inside the historic church. An outdoor social hour will follow the service, weather, of course, permitting. All species are welcome. All species are welcome. For more information, visit the animals, gracechurchyantic.org. Gracechurchyantic.org. Or call, it might be easier, 887-2082. October is uh, sneaking up here this weekend. Pretty soon we'll be into the baseball playoffs. The Yankees clinched the American League East title as pretty much we thought they would from the beginning of the year when she, they never hardly lost a game. I want to remind you about the Veterans Coffee House second Tuesdays, Montville. Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Veterans can socialize and receive information regarding veterans' benefits and services. If you'd like more information on that, 860 one seven. I always think of Marvin when we talk about veterans' coffee houses. He was very much involved with the one in this area. It's at the Montville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Montville. So you may want to look into that. The number to call is uh, 
is right here in front of my nose. 425-6617. Okay. Got to get to the news. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And, of course, we're on FM2 now. Check us out on FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. AM and FM, it's coming up to 11 o'clock in news, and then we'll hear from Florida. Hope he's okay. I'm Rich Thomason. Although landfall is still at least several hours away, Florida already feeling the effects of Hurricane Ian and has been all morning long. Correspondent Donna Warder says that words like catastrophic and historic being used in relation to the storm approaching Florida's southwest coast. Hurricane Ian is a Category 4 storm. Eric Blake of the National Hurricane Center says the storm surge could cause catastrophic damage and from Naples to Sarasota is at high risk. The entire Florida Peninsula and the Florida Keys will uh, have significant effects from this hurricane. Ian gained strength after battering Cuba, bringing down the island's power grid. Governor Ron DeSantis says widespread power outages is expected across Florida. There are over 30,000 linemen staged and ready for power restoration efforts across the state of Florida, uh, and that includes linemen across all of our major utilities, and the, a lot of these linemen are coming from out of state. So this is a major, major effort. And while fierce winds and torrential rains are a concern. Salem Media Tampa News Director Roger Shulman says a devastating storm surge is also expected. This is a wall of water that can actually knock a house off its foundations, overturn a uh, uh, an RV, and, and send cars just uh, careening down the street on a wall of water. A storm surge of up to 18 feet could swamp some areas. With 155 mile per hour winds, Ian falls just short of a Category 5 storm. Leaks have been discovered in two underwater natural gas pipelines that run from Russia to Germany, and the European Union suspects sabotage. Stocks are higher on Wall Street this hour. The Dow is up 251 points, the Nasdaq ahead 61, and the S&P 30 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. If you thought a railroad strike had been averted, better think again. A union that rejected its deal with the nation's freight railroads earlier this month now has a new tentative agreement. But officials caution the contract dispute won't be fully settled until all 12 rail unions approve their agreements this fall. The five-year deal includes a 24% pay increase and $5,000 in bonuses that were in the first deal, along with additional benefits including a cap on health insurance expenses and a promise that each railroad will negotiate individually over expense reimbursement. 
But a nationwide railroad strike is still possible if any of the 11 other railroad unions reject their agreements with the railroads that cover 115,000 workers total. Keith Peters reporting. North Korea has fired off a ballistic missile toward its eastern waters, that according to the South Korean military. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The Biden administration says it will cap the number of refugee admissions into the United States at 125,000, while it does the opposite. A new report finds that President Biden's Department of Homeland Security released nearly 1.3 million illegal immigrants into the United States from February 2021 to August 2022. The Center for Immigration Studies data shows that that number exceeds the resident populations of Wyoming, Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Delaware, Rhode Island, and Montana. Tasha Stevens reporting. High winds, heavy rains, and flooding. The calling card from Hurricane Ian, which is approaching the southwest coast of Florida. The uh, storm with maximum sustained winds of 155 miles per hour is a Category 4 hurricane. Landfall expected between 2 and 4 p.m. Eastern this afternoon. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. We're going to go to Florida. I'm not going to go to Florida right now, but in Florida, it's uh, our Boynton Beach guy, Florida Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi. How you doing? Good. Uh... Do you have any threat in your area that you're going to get a any part of this storm? No, no threat. Uh, some bands have come in from the outer uh, of the storm, but it's okay here. It's on the west coast that we're worried about, mm-hmm. and it's going to hit somewhere in. Sanibel, which is directly across from us, but it's about uh, 100 miles uh, west of us. So we'll get some bands, but that's it. But Fort Myers and Sanibel are really going to get hit. They're going to have Category 5 hurricane there. So a 5 hurricane is um, the worst you can get. Yeah. The winds are at 150 miles right now, and they plan to be hit about uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, boy. I, I know the evacuation has been going on for a few days now, and I hope that most people are prepared and uh, getting ready for that. So, um, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but sometimes they say these these hurricanes could veer in another direction, but you don't you feel confident they're not going to no, come to your I way? I think it's, it's going to go toward Orlando and then up the state, um, maybe into Georgia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have We've f- got some friends that live over in uh, Sarasota, and they're staying for the hurricane. I invited them down here, but... They say they have the roof right out of the house and windows and everything, and they don't want to come down here. So <laughs> I would I would have come down your place in a second. So are they yeah. near? Are they near water where they are? Yeah, they're they're about uh, five miles 
from the water and they say the water won't reach your house because their house is 17 feet above sea level. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17 feet. Well, I'd still go to your house. I'd even sleep with the cat. Yeah. <laughs> I any chances with that. Yeah. You've, but, uh, uh, you've experienced some of these uh, bad weather. You've been in Florida for a long time. but Oh, yeah. In 2004, they had a hurricane, which was a Cat 3, and it took some of the roof off our house. In 2004, they had a hurricane, and it sat here for a day because it stopped moving. So they're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in one again. I hope you never get into one. You you were telling me, you know, when I called you this morning, if you'd come on, you said that near you, how near was that tornado? You had a tornado? Yeah. It was about uh, six miles away from us. In a, mm-hmm. um, it was in Kings Point, which is a community of about 15,000 retired people. And it took the roof off one of their apartments, and it was pretty bad. Nobody got injured, but there were trees around, roofs off the building, cars shattered, and that was only six, five or six miles down the road. Mm, well, I'm glad nobody was hurt. But, you know, they they certainly always do some damage. A tornado, which is a scary word just to say yeah. so. Yeah, you guys got tornadoes up there every once in a while, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. often, not often, but yeah, but there's been different forms. Yeah, tornadoes, for sure. So I extreme. Yeah. I, I imagine it's extremely humid and muggy and uh, all the uh, indications of trouble where you well, are. Here. It, it's, you know, 80 degrees today, which is slightly down from 90, mm-hmm. but... It's always humid here, so we don't know the difference. Well, that's right. It's always humid there. <laughs> uh, sometimes I talk to Jeff, folks, how can you stand it, all the, the heat? But pretty soon it's going to start to get a little cooler, huh? Yeah, a little bit cooler. Around uh, Thanksgiving, from Thanksgiving to maybe January, it gets down into the 70s. But uh, other than that, it's hot all the time. <laughs> Well, if you ever have a, a threat where it's supposed to be near your house, just fly to ours, okay? Okay, I will. We'll definitely put you up. If, if we can get an airplane. I'll put put up with you or put you up, one of those, one or the other. Yeah. So, um, it's just a terrible, you know, I can't even imagine 150, you know, when you have, when you have 40 miles an hour, it's blowing the porch furniture around and yeah, talking I know. 150 and I'm watching uh, the weather channel right now and it's uh, about uh, well two o'clock and it's already windy all over the place there you know they got those guys standing on the beach <laughs> the beach is is empty but they're standing there right. I don't know how they do it <laughs> I, I'm they somebody must tell them when you got to stop with that. But they're yeah. out there, uh, flying kites or something. Yeah. They all say they're going to go in to a safe place, but right now mm-hmm. one of them is out on the beach and he's being blown around. <laughs> I've seen people I've seen people on the Weather Channel when it's, there's a blizzard and they're pointing to the snow. 
Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. There it is. So, yeah. Well, that's what they do. That's what they yeah. do. It's part of the contract. So you've yeah. been, since you've been down in Florida, so you've had a couple of hurricanes and a lot of other yeah. weird weather, huh? Yeah. But, it, you know, we're, we're as safe down here as any place else in the country. <laughs> California has fires, you know, uh, we have hurricanes. The Midwest has tornadoes, so yeah. it's six of one, half a dozen of another. California, of course, has some earthquakes. Uh, not likely in Florida. Uh, we get them, but they're very, very minor. Yeah, we've had some minor ones here. Sometimes I don't know if it's it's uh, my stomach is hungry, but it's yeah. a little, little, very slight <laughs> rumble. But uh, yeah, not- so. You get some weather wherever you are. So just to recap for the listeners, and many of us know people in Florida, like I know you, you're in Boynton Beach, but uh, the brunt of the hurricane right now looks like it's going to hit where? Sanibel, uh, Orlando, and go up the middle of the state to Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Which is the home of Disney World. <laughs> I know. It's, I was thinking maybe Disney World wouldn't open today, perhaps, huh? Or they'll have some type of ride where you just get in a car and yeah. ride around in a circle. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm sure just about everything that won't be any... Well, there's no... Yeah, there won't be any school the rest of the week and all of that. And tip. Well, there's no school down here today. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. That would be really... Poof. As long as you wear yeah. a mask. Uh, but what about um, the, the Tampa Bay still thinks they're going to play football on Sunday. I doubt it, huh? I Maybe. <laughs> you yeah. never can tell with those people. <laughs> well, be safe. Um, while I have you on the line, you're still doing sheriff duties down there? Yeah. Yeah, but we're on hold right now until the storm passes. Because you are a sheriff, yes. <laughs> do you will you have to do anything pertaining to the bad weather? No, no. They keep us out of those situations. Keep you out of it. Okay. <laughs> they don't want to badger you with your badge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, okay. Well, I, have fun up there. Yes, we were really. It's very sad to know what so many people are going to be going through in the state of Florida. Yeah, and. Uh, Certainly, it could happen to anybody, but we wish them yeah. well, and hopefully they get a lot of help, and I think they will. Yes, they will. So, I'll see you soon. I know you're not supposed to uh, get it bad there, but keep the cat in the house for a while, all right? Okay, we will. All right, <laughs> She's Jeff. sleeping in the back of the computer right now. So. <laughs> our, best, our best to Cindy. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Jeff. From Boynton Beach, Florida. Looks like he's going to miss the brunt of it. But a lot of places are not. When you think about 155 miles per hour. Hmm. 
I don't want to think of that, but some people are going to have to deal with it. We'll be right back. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. RWICH weather, a mix of sun and clouds today. Breezy, maybe a shower, 70 degrees and 47 tonight. Thursday, mostly sunny, breezy, 66. And Friday, mostly sunny, 69. 63, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, second quarter. I'm concerned about some. Sure. I, yeah, I want to share it. Uh, you know, I get the PBS, Connecticut Public TV, that antenna. I get three, three stations, and I, I'm humble. I love it. I watch weekly news every night with uh, Judy Woodruff. She's an anchor. She's my Walter Cronkite. Mm-hmm. She's like 70 years old. She is one top journalist. She's the anchor. She's, her title is uh, edited and manager. Anyhow, and then I watch the world news as well. It's BBC. But uh, hey, these are, they, they call it a coup. They're showing these lines and lines and lines of cars waiting to uh, get out of Russia, right? Check this out. I, I think they call them coups or coups. And they have so much time. They're spending days. I mean, this is insane. And they're going to Finland, Georgia. That country, Georgia. They're getting out of Dodge because they're all babies. They don't want to support their their army. And, and as far as I'm concerned, they're cowards. And now they're realizing their own people are leaving. They don't want to be bothered with this war. I don't know and if now, they're cowards. I think they realize that uh, Russia is the aggressor. It's insane. So and now I'm thinking, and then I hear, you know, through the grapevine, they're talking, you know, rumor control. Oh, a lot of these can divert, get into Georgia, get into Finland, and eventually find their way seeking refuge in the United States. Come on. If we took any Russian at this day and age from Russia who know what's going on and, they, and let them in seeking refugee, how the hell you know if they're spies or whatever? We might as well just put the big white towel over the United States throwing the towel, because then we're ruined. We let one of them in here. That's my beat. Well, I think they're basically going to be going into other countries, and uh, I don't think... They are. They're working on it right now. So who's to say once they get comfortable there, they make uh, preparations and reservations to find their way in the United States? That's That's my gripe. It's really serious stuff. Well, I really don't think they would be a threat, but listen, it's it's terrible situation. It really is. Putin is. is putting everything in such a mess. Yeah, and, but really, uh, yeah, but seriously, i got to emphasize one more time, Stu. You, you know, so I, right away you go, I don't think that anybody would do anything. You know, they're all going to play innocent and dumb to get what they need and get out of the dodge because they don't, you know, escape from what they don't want to be dealing with. But who's to say there's not a couple bad apples in the bunch? You know what I'm saying? Well, sure. They just had a terrible shooting in Russia. Talk about bad apples. Some Nazi moron who ended up killing yeah. himself. I'm sho- I'm shocked. My buddy, uh, Bobby, he's saving me the paper because I don't get the paper. I call him. I said, Bob, you saved the newspaper? He goes, no, Joe. I'll save for you. You already knew. I want the Marvin. I want to save. The, he gets his day. I want to get the. Uh, I'm going to have the. I say, if you're going to give him the clipping, I don't want the clipping. I want the whole paper when you're through. He said, Yeah, Joe, pick it up later on. So, anyhow, the, yeah, the papers. But Larry, I don't know what paper that is. I don't even want to look at that lady's face. 
He called that guy a punk. That guy, that guy, they should take, what you know those steamrollers where we flatten the blacktops when we're repaving roads? They ought to scrap them down and ride over one of those. That's how I feel. Well, he should never see the light of day no, again. That that would be my punishment to him. That's what he would get if I if I if law would permit me to do that, and everybody in the street can watch this happen. I spike him right down on the road, and I ride right over one of those steamrollers. I swear I would. Anyhow, I don't want to ruin your day, buddy. It's great. The briar window is looking fabulous. All right, All right Joey. Sir. Thanks for calling. Yeah. I think the people who paroled him should be. Uh, Sentenced to something. Hmm? It's a story about this innocent woman. We hear these stories too many times in New York. And this person who had a, a dangerous rap sheet just beat her up for no reason. And thank God she's still alive. And they've been showing videos of it, which is un- almost unbearable to, unbearable to see on the news. We'll be right back. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know what to do when you have medications you no longer take lying around the house? I'll be back to discuss the potential hazard. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. When you have medications that are expired or you no longer take, you need to dispose of them. No longer do we flush medication down the toilet. Instead, we discard them in the trash as follows. Take all labels off the prescription container. Add either cat litter, coffee grounds, or tap water to the unlabeled vial to make it non-palatable. Seal the container with a cap or tape it to make it less likely to open inadvertently. Place the sealed container in your normal trash. This will keep us all safe and healthy. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. As you know, the folks at Outreach do some wonderful uh, musicals and plays, and um, but something has been canceled, and I want you to know that they were going to have a Music Heals tribute to the Beatles on September 30th and October 1st. That has been canceled because of uh, COVID. Because of COVID. Some folks have uh, come down with COVID, so that will not be happening, hopefully, in the near future. It was supposed to be a tribute to the Beatles. So I wanted to get that in. Hi, Shelly. Hey, Stu. Shelly's going to be on in about a week and a half. Can't wait. For Keith C. Rice. Can't wait. It'll be Shelly C. Martinez. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, my mother used to tell us all the time, it's not the material things that you you are concerned about, it's about life, life is more important. So that's probably why I'm so pro-choice um, life, especially. Um, number two, um, let's see, where do I want to go? I bulleted things, um, just to make a funny... Wonder Man was talking about cutting the cheese, methane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were going to. They were going to start arresting so, cows. Uh, they were going to do that 
Okay, so uh, humans, when you're cutting the cheese, I'm not sure if that's methane or not, but it probably has um, all this stuff has something to do with uh, climate change and whatnot, and it's a serious thing. So um, I'm sure the politicians will come up with something, a solution to correct the problem, and maybe there'll be uh, a diet plan for humans. Yeah, they use climate change an excuse for just about everything, so... All right, okay, cute so stuff. Thirdly, I just wanted to say I wish the debate, well, I'm retired, so I could watch it and whatever, and I did uh, the debate. Um, that should be in the evening uh, when people are home from work, because most people are working during 1230 in the afternoon. So you saw the and governor's debate? You saw that? Yes, I did. So who do you think won that debate? What's your impression? Well... I, I I hate the advertisements, and I hate um, some of the uh, debate because all they're doing is defending accusations and not talking about their policies. Mm, that's a good that point. That a lot of people are not informed of. Good point. And so, um, you know, they're going back and forth, and all this money spent on the campaign to put your face out there. Uh, for people to vote for you, I want to hear your policy, not all the time spent on defending... Well, there's so much misinformation that usually candidates give about the other one that uh, they need to clear that up, but you're making a good point. Appreciate the call. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? What? The other day in the newspaper, do you know that our own state is doing that filthy drag queen stuff in libraries for kids? Stanford, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with it. Uh, I don't have anything against drag shows, but I don't think you should drag kids into them. Well, primarily, it's, you know, reading for kids. So, yeah, Stanford, Connecticut is doing it. I go, oh, look at that. It's already here. In our state, so I would imagine the other stuff is going on too. I don't know. Um, hey, you know, um, I always like. Um, I, I said that like my father came from Poland, right? His family immigrated over here, did it the right way, Ellis Island, the whole deal. Um, that, but he was the last one in the family. They got here before 1900, but he was the last one in the family born. And he was born in Pennsylvania in 1913, and yeah, they ended up in Pennsylvania from Ellis Island to go work in the coal mines, and then they saved up enough money to come up here and buy a farm. Well, I'm looking up. I found uh, my father's like a lineage, a little chart the family made. Slews Poland. Guess what? What? Slews Poland was under Russia until 1918. No wonder I was boiling kielbasa and cabbage the other day in the house. Yeah, sure. Russia would like to get get it back, too. Thanks, Sue. Got to run. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. (laughs) 89-5252, and you would be next on this uh, really decent day. And our friends in Florida are going through a a lot of uh, tough times now. You're on the air. Welcome. 
Yeah, hey, Stu. Hey there. Uh, I just wanted to mention something I saw on the news uh, yesterday. Evidently, Joe Biden is going to like local mayors and county officials and saying, you work with me, bypassing Governor DeSantis. Which he did I've earlier. Never heard of anything like that happening before? He did earlier, and I think somebody got to him. I think in the evening he did touch base with DeSantis, but at the beginning he uh, did not. DeSantis should have been the first person he would get in touch with. But it's a it's a disgusting level of partisanship that. Yep. They would attribute that to Trump, but I don't think when 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 these things actually happened, I don't think there's one example of Trump doing this. But this is this is right in line with the personality. Of, uh, of of what they attribute to Trump, and, and to some extent, I guess it's true. But he had, he never in practice he never did it. What, what what's going on in this country? And yeah, what Susan just mentioned before the drag queen story time hour. You know, there there was one I saw. I was in Chattanooga. It's on. You can go and look for it online. They there was a bunch of men dressed up as mermaids, mm-hmm. and they had little children like elementary school age touching their groin area, and it was a big fun time for everybody. Yeah, well, I haven't heard of a single person <clears throat> being arrested for being involved in a drag queen story time hour. I think they're ruining things because things were going smoothly. People, uh, which I agree with, should accept people who are gay, lesbian, whatever. Uh, marriage, I was always for gay marriage. Who cares? And yeah, uh, and now well, I, things I think are going. That was the slippery slope. Well, I think it was proved to be correct. Things you are first destroy uh, the family. No, you remove parental authority. You confuse children. But this stuff with the drag queens and kids is, is just off the chart. And it's, it, it's what it's doing, it's turning people against each other again. You know, that, that new uh, Prime Minister of Italy, in her speech, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really good speech, one of the things she said is enough of putting the homosexuals first when it comes to you know, adoption for kids. It, it, it's a bigger deal, and I, and I would agree with this. It's a bigger deal to protect the children so that they have a mother and a father. You know, it's, 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 we're, we're in a country now where you, 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 can't, you can't say that if you want to be a politician and have a career. You can't, you can't say that you're against late-term abortion if you want to have a career at this point. Everything's gone, gone off the charts bonkers. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think we have any leaders other, you know, other than Governor DeSantis that's capable of, of riding the ship. Well, I think he would be... Uh Definitely my next guest who who would be running for president, even if President uh, Trump wants to run again, I think DeSantis would beat him in a primary. News is coming out. I, I, it might be it might be dirty work by, by Trump's side, but there's a, I believe it was Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. where allegedly DeSantis excoriates Trump in private, like calls him stupid, says he doesn't belong running. There's a whole bunch of things that, honestly makes sense to even me who voted for Trump. Yeah, but how much how much can we believe now anymore? It's different. It's really aggravating. You read things, and is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. The number one thing when it comes to the lies is that it has to be believable. But then remember the other thing. The most unbelievable lies of all lies is is right now it's it's you can't disagree with it. If you if you insist that men cannot in fact get pregnant, you are you're just an irredeemable bigot. Yeah, well, that's... Just a, too stuck in your ways. That's disgusting, and that's, of course. Um, that's the most egregious lie that I think has ever been foisted on our civilization. Well, that's, I don't know how anybody can buy into it, but if they do, let me know. I want to hear their point well, of view. 
I saw Kathy Austin walking down the street, and I was driving my kids to the to their to one of their activities, and I tried to stop her, but the person at the door went and uh, went and answered the door, so I had to leave her alone. But I bet you she would. I don't know if she really believed in it. She's old enough that she she probably was brought up uh, to think sensibly. But anybody that's younger, this is their school. This is what they're being taught from pre-kindergarten all the way through high school. And then when they go home, if their parents let them on social media, which is most kids, that point of view is allowed and encouraged. Alternate points of view are are silenced. If not silenced, their 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 voices are at least diminished. Well, they should be heard equally as any voice should in this country, free speech. But um, thanks. Good to talk to you. All right. Appreciate it. Lots, you, you, you know, a lot of you will say, well, how can, wait a minute, you, they say that uh, men can have uh, babies too? Well, what they're referring to is, and then I'll get to another call, is that um, women who are born women who want to be a man can change their identity. But they couldn't have a baby unless they were born a woman. So to have a big debate over that is pretty ridiculous. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hey, Stu. Hey, the Chai Man. <laughs> How you doing? All right, thank you. <laughs> okay, well, I did it. I just dropped over $1,000. Oh. $4.02 a gallon. And that's for a half a tank? A quarter of uh, a tank? For, for the fill up from a quarter of a tank. Oh, my. Oh, it was down a, to a quarter of a tank. It was down to a quarter of a tank, yeah. $1,000. But that's, that's over $1,000. What What's that, right, today? What's that? You're kidding. You know? I, uh, well, we could get into this for a long time, but... Uh, hey, I wonder why uh, gas prices dropped, but oil, uh, home heat and oil didn't. No, home heat and, and actually in some places the gas prices have gone up a little bit now. Really? Yeah, they have. Um, you know, President uh, Biden lied that they were... Uh, under three dollars now, and I haven't seen any that are under three dollars. Well, I did. I did see it three oh five up in Colchester. Yeah, but he said no. Yeah, it's that's yeah, under three dollars. Yeah. Well, I want to know where that is. Well, I know one thing: whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, uh, and and it happens all the time that these people pull that lever because they are a Democrat or a Republican. Vote for the person, not for the party. I wish everybody would do that, sir, and um, I hope that your heat lasts for a very long time <laughs> and that we have a very warm season. All right, I hope so. Well, I'm going to chime out now. All right. <laughs> Thank you for chiming in. All right, WICH, welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi there, Larry. They got that. Uh, I can't believe these uh, weather people from the Weather Channel. They, they, got, they, they got one on the TV right now, standing right in Fort Myers, right, right in the, right in the storm pit. Well, he's going to be a, a balloon soon if he doesn't watch out. Oh, you should see the water and in, in, uh, in the wind, and it's not even uh, full strength yet, and and uh, the guy can't even stand up. Well, I so, hope he makes a lot of money. But I'll make a bet with you today that after this is done. You'll have certain Democrats from Washington, D.C. go on TV and blame DeSantis for all kinds of stuff that he didn't do right. 
You wouldn't want to make a bet with me about that, would you? Well, they may not be able to do it in this case because he's been right on top of this, and I, I think they would make well, them look foolish. I'll guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, this is this is the way they are. Vicious, vicious. Um, on the police matter, uh, those cops in New Haven, uh, they uh, should be fired. They should be arrested. And I hope the family gets the $100 million. I don't know if you saw the tape or not at the police station. I didn't get to see the one with the van. I don't even know if there's one that exists. No, for but peop- people the don't know what the was enough. They made an arrest, and they put the uh, perpetrator in a dangerous situation, and uh, he hurt himself extensively, and that's why there's a $100 million lawsuit. Of course, it won't well, be that much money. They deserve what they got coming to them. I, 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 uh, this is um, uncalled for. Now, on the other hand, on the other side of the law, uh, as usual, the January 6th, uh, uh, a guy got seven years plus. I don't know what plus means. Uh, the judge would have to explain that to me. He got seven years plus for uh, assault in one of the police officers. He pushed the, the police officer. He didn't really assault him. I saw the video. But he got seven years for that. But yet, all, uh, in 2020, when all those punks assaulted all those police... Now, I'm sure you remember this. When they assaulted all those cops up in Seattle, Washington, in the riots, when they burnt down all the buildings and stuff, and they threw rocks at their heads, mm-hmm. and they uh, hit them with objects, and they killed two police officers in those riots. The ones that got arrested got no time. In fact, most of them got let free with no prosecution whatsoever. So... You go from one side of the country to the other side of the country, and just because it's at Washington, D.C., and it's Nancy Pelosi's police officers, this is what happens, okay? Justice for them, but no justice for the cops in any other part of the country. So you're saying that it was just a little push, or what was it exactly? It was like a push and stuff. He didn't assault them. Mm-hmm. No. Well, certainly, I've seen people uh, push a police officer Nothing to do with January 6th, and nothing ever happens to him. Listen, so you you know me. You know I, I call the shots fairly, don't no, you? No, you do. You're, you're right. Right? You know if the police officers are at fault, I tell you that. And if they're not at fault, I tell you that also. Okay? And, um, you know, uh, just like these hearings, poor, uh, what's her name there? She's going to have a heart attack today that she can't hold her hearings today uh, because of the hurricane. Uh, they're all going to be sick to their stomach. I bet they can't even eat lunch today, that they can't hold these hearings on TV today. Uh, uh, we're going on two years with this. Uh, uh, um, did you hear her on TV? Who are you referring to now? Uh, the Republican there. You know, I, I got a blank on my head. I can't remember her name. Huh. Liz Cheney. Oh, Liz Cheney. Okay. Yeah. I just did put her out of my mind. TV? I'll do anything in my power to make sure Donald Trump is not president in 2024. And if he becomes president, I'm done being a Republican. I'm becoming a Democrat. Well, that's a hard... <laughs> what a, what a, on TV yesterday. Well, be my guest. Well, nobody cares about that. But listen, I, I think she's very obsessed and she should uh, take a break. You she, know? she she is. She's just like some of the other ones. They're obsessed with Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. People are... Un- unbelievable. You just mentioned the name and the yeah. hatred comes out. And, and you know what it is? They're afraid of him. They're afraid of him. Well, yeah, I know they're afraid that he'll run again and he could win because he did get a lot of votes. But listen, I understand why people dislike him, hate him, or whatever, but let it go. Well, he has no power right now. I don't understand the way people vote either. 
I don't know why they would vote for Fetterman in, in Pennsylvania. I don't understand that situation at all. I, uh, but yet, today, if you had an election today, they, the, the polls say Donald Trump would beat Biden today by four points. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get the way people think. I really don't. Well, I don't think anybody in my heart, Republican or Democrat or Independent, would like Joe Biden to run again, and I don't believe that for a minute that he will, so... That's not going to happen. Well, no, the Democrat Party is going to stop that. No, it's it's just not going to happen. So, so. but anyway, see, the, the, I, listen, these cops, the, you know, I, I just want equal justice for all. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a police officer or a regular individual, of course, I don't like, of course. I don't like what's what's what you know, and um, just like, <laughs> just like the, the cop that murdered. Murdered a woman for climbing through a window. <laughs> yeah. That's that's. Listen, if you know anything about shoot and don't shoot situations, no. from being in a police department for twenty six years, you'll know that that was bad. That's a murder. No, he got off the hook on that one. And um, yeah, if you've really been following it, uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for seven years, for this guy here is way and way way mm. out of line in my my opinion now was this uh, an incident that happened inside the capitol where somebody pushed the policeman no, it happened outside outside the capitol mm. that's correct yep all right larry thanks for the update okay see you later hello welcome to the program hey voice of reason here hey the voice of reason what's cooking i didn't catch the first hour doing other stuff mm-hmm. marvin's obit is in the day today Yes, and they and also in the bulletin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other quick thing is, don't forget. And I know you all that these gas price, uh, prices do not include the, the Connecticut tax. Mm-hmm. As soon as, as soon as December comes around, you're going to see a, a, an instant, probably twenty-five to twenty-eight cents a gallon for taxes. That's going to boost the uh, prices right back up to where they were a while back. Yeah, that's a good point that you're making, right? And then the last quick thing is, uh, I think either way, uh, on top, Trump or DeSantis or DeSantis and Trump would probably be your best ticket for the Republicans. And I know they're both from Florida. I think the best ticket would be DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Oh, you like me? I like her, too. I think that would be really nice. Of course, the convention will select the candidates, but... uh, just listening to some of uh, what you and Larry were talking about. DeSantis, uh, they're going to try to bury him with what's going on in Florida, but that's not really his fault. But he's already done stuff in his dance, which are impressive. And let's hope uh, our prayers go with the people in Florida and all the different things that they'll be going through this next couple of weeks, maybe longer. Yep. Uh, That's certainly the number one priority. Thank you, sir. Okay, you're welcome. Talk to you later. Stu Bryan with your WICH, 889-5252, WICH-AM and FM. I almost went into a jingle. You're on the air. Welcome. Men can have babies. Gas is under $3 a gallon, and the border is closed. Okay. Is is this the president? No, I'm actually calling um, on behalf of the Cheese Cutters Union, Local (laughs) 166, Norwich, New London, Westerly. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I I got wind that you were um, talking about gas. Well, and, Wonder uh, Man I brought it up. I would uh, report that I went online and looked to see 
if there was a cheese cutters union, thinking, well, that might be something. Yeah. Well, it's not a thing. So I started one. And uh, anybody would like to uh, join the Cheese Cutters just, Union? Just just call zero 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 zero. So they will protect you if you cut the cheese in the wrong place and make sure that nobody hurts you. So you've got cheese knives, and you've got um, cheese cutters that are uh, have wire cheese cutters, stainless steel cheese cutters, plastic cheese cutters. Which one are you? How do you make Swiss cheese with a little uh, hole puncher? Yeah, yeah, you get one of those hole punchers and like you were making notebook paper. I think that's how you do it. You know or you what? blow holes in the cheese. Maybe that <laughs> Oh, that's not what I meant to say, is it? You don't you know what what you don't they don't do anymore. They don't do the when you're getting your picture taken, they don't say cheese anymore. Oh, they don't? No, they say all kinds of other silly things to make you smile. Oh, I used to, whenever they said, say cheese, I'd say toilet bowl. Oh, really? You can't get I a good think, smile um, from that. Yeah. I mm. think you ought to hire Mark, and um, he could be your assistant there, and he could schedule guests for the show. Yeah, that would, they would be definitely be different. Novel? Definitely different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd catch a lot of flap over that. That would be kind of cheeky, wouldn't it? Don't say cheeky. Okay. All right. So, okay, well, on behalf of the chair, have a good day. Thank you. For those who are just joining our program today... Hello. 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 WICH, hello. Hello. Welcome to the program. If you don't talk to me, you'll feel guilty. Hi, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, you have a swap shop at quarter of 12. Yes, you can put on an item. We do take some swap calls during this time as well. Okay, I'll hurry up. I got three items. I'll hurry. That's all right. Don't uh, hurry. I have a four horsepower um, Sears Crafton, a, shred, a shredder, bagger, and vacuum with a lot of new parts that's going to go with the machine for free. They can call for the price. I got a string trimmer with extra string that's new. I usually use it twice. They call for price. And there was a man that was looking on your flea market, Sister Station, Sunday. I tried to call back to call, let him know. He was looking for plywood, anybody that wants to sell plywood to him, in new or used condition. I have some. If he would give me a call at 860-949-8119. 949-8119? Yes. Okay, I hope we can get some action for you. Okay, thank you for taking the call, sir, and have a good day. Okay, you can call me Stu. You can call me Ray. You... All right, our WICH weather, you know, we've talked so much about this uh, hurricane situation, and I think when I look out the window, it's going to look terrible, but we have some pretty good weather. Mix of sun and clouds today, slight chance of an isolated shower, 70. Tonight, partly cloudy and cooler, 47. Thursday, sunny, breezy, and 66. And Friday, mostly sunny and 69. It is now 65 degrees. Comfortable. Welcome to the program. Hey, quickly, Stu. The last guy that just called on Swap Shop, I think that's Bob. Remember Bob? He had an article in the paper about him. Yes. Yeah, I think that was him. And if he's still listening, I hope you could call on your show and let us know how he's doing. Okay. Okay, thanks, Stu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hello. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's Helen. Yes, and uh, did, did, did I heard uh, Larry talk about the newspaper? 
Yes, uh, the uh, obituary for Marvin Cerruto is in the bulletin and also the day paper. Can I ask you a favor? Could you buy both for me and I will come in take and pay you, please? Because for now I'm in the... I go for my knee exercise, oh, and I feel good. I come on home. Oh, I'm in agony. I don't sleep at all. If we are, if we are dying, I get up. If we dying, I get up. And, uh, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. When are you going to have the knee done? My, when my son comes in in December. You see, I hope you have your knee before. Yes. Then have it I before. Should do, I should not go therapy. No, I should go therapy after my knee is down. But no. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. And I sure don't like to walk with a cane and to walk like a Donald Duck, left or right. Helen, is there any time when it doesn't hurt, like when you're sitting down? or? No, no. When I sit down, I have to put my legs straight. Mm-hmm. But if I fall, if I bend a little bit, a little bit, oh my God, it's awful. Yeah. Could you make an earlier appointment and maybe your son could come in a little earlier? But no, you... my son will really pay for his trip. Mm-hmm. I cannot. You know, he has his own life. Like my daughter has his own life. I, I, don't, I don't think she has no more life. Because with me. No, I, yeah, I know you're very thoughtful that way, Helen. And I, feel, I feel terrible, you know. Well, December's not that far away. He's in California. No, December to get that operation is not that far away, but. I don't know if it's in December. I thought you said that. I hope you. I want to talk to the doctor for you to have your operation. You got to. You got to make a date for it, and uh, right. Uh, I need to. Uh, go to uh, uh, therapy first. Oh my God! Tomorrow I have therapy, and I'm going to be fine. They're nice to people. So how do but, you, uh, Helen? How do you get to therapy? Uh, my daughter brings me. Mm-hmm. I don't drive the car. And is she bringing you groceries? How how are you? Uh, oh, we go together. I don't want nobody do my shopping. I won't be with her because I know what I like. So you're able to go together so you can walk yes, with her. and she owed me. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, she said, Mom, why don't you go in this, uh, this car here and you, I push you. I said, no. It's, no, not me. And I talked to God and God helped me. Don't be oh stubborn. Don't be stubborn, Helen. You know, uh, you, you got to, you know, Take care of yourself, and then when the operation is done, it'll feel better. I don't want to feel sorry for myself, because, you know, when you start to feel sorry for yourself, it's when you go down the drain. And I don't want, I don't want, even if I'm not going to use this medicine for cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in pain everywhere, the bone, but the doctor, the cancer doctor say I will be in pain everywhere. So, and then next year, it's my last pill I take. And if the doctor said to me, why don't you, you, no, why don't you have a little bit longer? No, you take for me. Oh, yes. I'm not going to be nice. I'm not going to be polite. <laughs> but I'm not going to be nice because I don't want no more of this. Helen, do you uh, take, what do you take for pain medicine? I don't want take nothing. My son said, for medicine, my son said, take the, the, the medicine, mom. 
for uh, your pain and my daughter said to and uh, she wanted me to they want me to take a medicine to sleep oh my god oh, no 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 i don't want no more chemical in my body i had enough of the this garbage cancer thing you know and uh and after it's finished it's finished I, I you know oh, you know what i take when my knee is all constantly i, I, I have the electric pad I put the electric pad. Oh, the electric and it pad. To be uh, okay, and that helps you a little bit. Yes, because I don't want chemical. <laughs> now, Stu, do you think you could buy the two newspapers? I pay you when you. No, you don't. Wouldn't have to pay me. I'll cut it out for the no, paper. No, 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 no. I want the whole newspaper. You want the whole paper? The two newspapers. Two newspapers. Uh, well, the, the obituary is the same in both papers, so. Yes. But I want to keep the news, like I have the newspaper with you in the picture. <laughs> you mean you want the day and the bulletin papers? Yes, Annie. And I have the picture right here of you, the newspaper. So I said to my daughter, don't touch the newspaper. It's still here. So I <laughs> said to my daughter, she said, oh, all right. All right, I'll take care of you, Helen. Uh, yes. All right, so please uh, keep for me. Okay. You know, I don't believe he's dead, really. He was fine. When he took pictures of me and his brother. Well, I guess he wasn't fine. Sometimes uh, there are things going on that we don't realize. I know before dying, and how his poor mother, he, he stayed with his mom. Oh. He did like to go to Florida, where he maybe was his ass. And, uh, but he, he had his mom here, so he, he stayed with his mom. Oh, my God. All right, Helen, please uh, put yourself in a better mood. Sing Frere Jaca or something. No. No? I don't want to sing. I want to scream. No, no. no screaming. Okay. so keep for me to do speak. All right, dear. Well, I'll do that for you. Okay. Right. I love you. Bye. Take care. Yeah, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the program. Yes, hi. Hi. I have a 2006. Zinger Crossroads Camper. It's 30 footer and it's a pull behind. It's in mint condition, well taken care of. I'm asking 8,000 or best offer. My number is 860-710-6550. Thank you. Thank Have a nice you. day. You too. Hello. How can we help you? Yes. Yes, I'm calling to give the recognition to the man that called asked me how I was doing. I was in the paper. With all due respect, much respect to him and all my friends in the WICH station listening area, my number is 860-949-8119. Anything that they want to speak with me about, they can call me relative to what he brought up, and I'll give you people an update of how I'm, I'm doing. Well, you can always uh, do that. Considering the way I feel, eh, I was diagnosed with a serious and life-threatening condition of PTSD, two forms of depression, mm -hmm. both serious and life-threatening, and I, some days I have pretty good days, like today I'm pretty good. Last couple of days I feel awful. I get really depressed and down and feel that the world is falling in on me, and I wish I had somebody that would just talk, call and talk to me. That's why I gave my number. Ask me what they want to know. Talk to me whatever I want. I'm into drag racing on the street and on the track or whatever they want to talk to. Everybody's invited to call and speak with me. I'll talk to them. I love you. Well, I don't, well, we're guys, but as a person, I love you as a person. You respect me. Everybody at the station, 
and all the listeners there. I'll give my number again. They can call any time they want because I'm up 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't sleep either. 860-949-8119. If they have any questions they want to ask me, they can put it in the air. Do so. I'll talk to anyone and everyone and answer what they want to know. So, Bob, you know, you're welcome to call this program and discuss some of the issues with us because many of us have been through similar things. Of course, every issue is different, but um, you're not alone when it comes to people getting depressed and post-traumatic stress syndrome. So anytime you want to talk. But anyway, we've got your number here at 949-8119. Yeah, because I look forward to it because when I call and I listen to you in the country station, I feel like you're in the house with me. I'm not alone. You, when I hear your voice and you people, Shelly Martin and all the rest of them and the listeners, mm-hmm. I feel safe. Good. I says my friends are here with me, even though they're not here. Sounds, maybe I'm stupid, but I feel secure and safe knowing I hear all you people's voices. And again, I didn't mean to take up time. I apologize to everyone. It's, all due respect to you is all. It's and fine. Respect to you. We all look again, out for thank, each other. Thank you for taking the call again, sir, and have a safe day. Okay. If you want to give them a call, it would uh, be a nice thing. 949-8119. And uh, let's go here. Welcome to the program. Oh, my, Stu. Helen, I, I live in Preston if you need anything. And I've been through cancer for a few years. Can you go through? Hold on one second. I'll be right back. Okay? Yes. Hold on. I, I, I've got to do this, and we'll be right back. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in bowel procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. I'm sorry, I had to get that in. Um, Oh, that's okay. Uh, like I said, Helen, I live in Preston. If you need anything, um, uh, I don't want to put my number over the air, but I've been through cancer. I've been through a stroke. I also have a left knee that just kills me. My um, doctor gives me cortisone shots. I don't think that will affect your body. Helen, I mean, it helps me. Uh, from time to time, but my condition right now, I, uh, my orthopedic doesn't want me to have surgery. But I got to tell you, th- does she have an appointment already? Soon? I don't think so. I, I was trying to figure that out with her. I don't think so, but. Oh, my. Um, I don't know what to I tell su- you. I, I suppose there's something going on if she hasn't got an appointment because she could get in her daughter and her son keep in touch with her regularly i know they're terrific people so i trust that they will do the best that they can with helen yeah i'm so worried about her it's it's pretty tough it's tough and right now i've been going through that gland thing Stu, you got a gland thing Mm -hmm. i i was swelled i think you had it but it went away yeah it Uh, was uh yeah mm -hmm. but anyways my uh uh I'm thankful that uh, Marvin will be laid to rest. I sure do miss him on the, the show. I really do. Um, and uh, I guess all my blessings go out to him and his family. And like I said, Helen, you know, if anything you need, I'm not that healthy, but 
I would sure try to help. And yes, Bob, if you ever need to talk, please call Stu's show. Um, I've been through a lot of depression, and I have a couple of sons that have had things happen. And we, we care about the people on here. Everyone that I hear on there, I care about every one of these. And uh, Stu, without you, I don't know what we'd do. Well, I, so thank I know, you for giving me this time. All right, and I'm glad you're feeling better. You sound okay. I'm glad you're feeling somewhat better. Yeah, well, got to take it easy. I can't do the stuff I used to do, you know? Well, I don't want to climb do any it. mountains either, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, dear. Bless you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Some people like to climb mountains, you know. I, I'm just happy when I climb out of bed. All right, we've got a news break, then we're going to have a lunchtime oldie break. I promise we'll mix up some interesting songs for you. And uh, thanks for making us your number one local connection, Personality Radio 1310, WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. It is now 66 degrees, and here's the noon news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Hurricane Ian now just shy of the most dangerous Category 5 status. Damaging winds and rain are lashing Florida. President Biden warns Ian is incredibly dangerous. White House correspondent Greg Clugston with that report. The president says the federal government has provided personnel and resources in preparation for the storm, which he says is potentially life-threatening. He's been on the phone with Florida officials, including Governor DeSantis, for some time. I made it clear to the governor and the mayors that the federal government is ready to help in every single way possible. The president urges Florida residents to heed the warnings and evacuation orders issued by local officials. Greg Clugston, Washington. Forecasters say the heavy populated Fort Myers area could be inundated by a storm surge of up to 18 feet. Salem Media Tampa News Director Roger Schulman says Tampa area officials have prepared for Ian. They have shut down some of the major bridges, such as the Sunshine Skyway Bridge between the Sarasota area and St. Pete, Tampa, uh, because of the very high winds, which indicates that this thing is getting much closer. Ian's winds now at 155 miles per hour. Also at townhall.com, the entire idol of Cuba losing power. Cuba's Electric Union says authorities are working to gradually restore power to Cuba's 11 million people. Power initially was knocked out to about 1 million people in Cuba's western provinces, but later the entire grid collapsed. Ian made landfall as a Category 3 storm on the island's western end, devastating Pinar del Rio province. Authorities are still assessing the damage. No fatalities have been reported. I'm Donna Water. And on Wall Street, the Dow up 143 points. The Nasdaq up 142. More at townhall.com. Early Don Beck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity.
continuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. North Korea has test launched a missile on the eve of Vice President Harris' trip to Seoul, South Korea. The South's Joint Chiefs of Staff says it detected the North's missile launch, but has given no further details, such as when and where the weapon was fired and how far it traveled. The launch is the second by Pyongyang this week. The nation's dialed up its testing activities to a record pace in 2022, testing more than 30 ballistic weapons, including its first intercontinental ballistic missiles since 2017. Kamala Harris is arriving in South Korea on Thursday for talks with President Yoon Sok Yul and other officials. I'm China's yuan has fallen to a 14-year low against the dollar despite central bank efforts to stem the slide after U.S. interest rate hikes prompted traders to convert money into dollars in search of higher returns. Breaking news at townhall.com. A renewable energy plan being commissioned in Oregon today combines solar power, wind power, and massive batteries to store energy. It's the first utility-scale plant of its kind in North America. The project will generate enough electricity to power a small city at maximum output. M&M's has some sweet news for you. M&M is revealing a new purple candy. Purple is the company's first-ever female peanut M&M, also the first new character created in a decade. Tasha Stevens reporting. Aaron Judge walking four times, stayed at 60 home runs. That's one shy of Roger Maris's American League record. As the Yankees clinched the AL East title by beating the Toronto Blue Jays 5-2. to two. The Yankees have eight games left in the season. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody mixes memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. I hate to say it, but I told you so. Don't mind my preaching to you. I said, don't trust them, baby, now you know You don't learn everything there is to know in school Wouldn't believe me when I gave advice I said that he was a tease If you won't help, you better ask me nice So be sincere, convince me with a pretty please Laugh, laugh, I thought I'd die It seems so funny to me you deserve I can't help feeling you found out today you thought you were too good you had a lot of love 
won't say I'm sorry for the things I've said. I'm glad he packed it to go. You kept on bragging he was yours instead. Found you don't know everything that is to know. Laugh, laugh, I thought I'd die. It seems so funny to me. Uh, Bo Brummels, I think I took that for a headache the other day. That's uh, 1965 vintage. Thought we'd start off with a little laugh today. Realization hit me that summer's summer's over. How did that happen? Didn't want it to leave so early. But that's what it does every year. Just when you start to get used to it, boom, it's gone. But we have some after-summer songs that we'll be playing a little bit this hour on our lunchtime oldie break. Thank you for a wonderful summer. Most wonderful summer 
Isn't that sweet? She's thanking a guy for breaking up with her. Robin Ward, wonderful summer. Hope you had a wonderful summer and we have a terrific fall. I mean, the uh, autumn and fall. I don't want you falling at all. Here's a Paul Anka. Gone. You don't rub it in. Summer's gone, but we can still remember some of the things from summer's gone by. If I had to choose just one day to last my whole life through, it would surely be. That Sunday The day that I met you Newborn whippoorwills Were calling from the hills Summer was a-coming in but fast Lots of daffodils Were showing off their skills Nodding all together, I could almost hear them whisper. Go on, kiss her, 
Go on and kiss her If I had to choose One moment To live within my heart It would be that tender moment Recalling how we started Darling, it would be When you smiled at me that way That Sunday That summer If I had to choose one moment To live within my heart It would be that tender moment Recalling how we started Darling, it would be when you smile That way, that Sunday, that summer. If I had to choose just one day. That must have been someday, huh? The great Nat King Cole, W-I-C-H. Summer over medley to start off our lunchtime oldies today.
Remember walking in the sand? Have you sh- shaken all the sand out of your shoes from this summer yet? <laughs> Sometimes in a few years, if you don't use the same shoes, you say, wait a minute, I wonder what summer those are from. You know, Shake them out. Well, here's our final song about summer being over. You remember the Drifters had a big hit with Under the Boardwalk. Well, they also had an end-of-summer song called I've Still Got Sand in My Shoes. And that's not too comfortable. So here are the Drifters. Oh, the boardwalk's deserted. There's nobody down by the shore. And the ferris wheel ride isn't turning around anymore. The heat wave and the cries are just old news. But I still got some sand in my shoes. Sand in my shoes. Brings memories of the salty We used to share how we fell in love down by the sea. Comes back to me with the sand in my When the water was cold, you would tremble and hold me so tight. And we'd sit on the beach just to wait for the stars to come out at night. The heat wave and the clouds are just old news. But I still got some sand in my shoes. Bad as sand in your shorts. They're drifters on WICH. I'm still sanding my shoes. I gotta empty them out for another season. So, ever go to the beach after summer and it's just so quiet? It's kind of nice. The weather's still pretty good. And here's our Serenity Song of the Day on my lunchtime oldies with uh, Acker Bilk. Stranger on the Shore. 
It's our serenity song of the day on our lunchtime only break. Acker Bilk is the gentleman's name. Mix of sun and clouds today, high 70, 47 tonight. A little chilly at night, huh? Thursday, sunny, breezy and 66. Friday, mostly sunny and 69. Moving up now, 68 degrees, and we're going to put on our rock and roll shoes in a moment. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies welcome Fresno State to East Hartford. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, UConn! Our coverage begins at 2 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM, WICH in Norwich. It's still growing season at Scient Federal Credit Union, and they want you to watch your money grow with their limited-time special share certificate offers. Earn a 3.00% annual percentage yield for 15 months or a 2.50% annual percentage yield for 10 months. To open or learn more about these certificates, visit scientfcu.org or call 877-860-6928. Act now. Just like harvesting time, these special share certificates will be gone soon. Minimum balance to open each certificate and earn stated APY is $1,000. Maximum balance is $250,000. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. Rates effective September 9th through the 30th, 2022. Must qualify for membership. Science Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop, with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron, and CountryCarpenters.com. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. They're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. Are you ready? Okay, let me put down my soup and we're ready.
Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. We're ready for the next tune. Here's a, a, a group you don't hear too much from anymore. It's a group called Lighthouse. You say Lighthouse. Uh, that sounds familiar. I think you'll remember this song. For one fine morning.
That's too long a flight for me. I don't know about you. And one fine morning, heading for the airport. Maybe they'll even stop by Venus, who is the goddess of love, of course. She still is, right? You know how things change. it for Frankie Avalon in his career thus far. Who knows? He may have another one. That's Venus. Do you know that the Crickets were not always with Buddy Holly? They teamed up with Eddie Cochran for a song called Three Steps to Heaven and I found it in the vault and I thought you might find it interesting.
Cochran backed up by Buddy Holly's Crickets. Very rare recording called Three Steps to Heaven. Glad you stepped into our vinyl here in our lunchtime oldies at WICH. We take the noon to one break. Believe it or not, with all the country hits that Eddie Arnold had, this particular song was his biggest hit because it crossed over into the pop charts in 1965. Here's how Eddie sang. Gentle Eddie Arnold, huh? 
Good for him with that big hit. That was originally done by a singer by the name of Timmy Euro. Had a nice version of that song as well, but did not become as popular as Eddie's version. Here's a song about a gal who's sticking up for her guy. Don't say anything bad about him or watch out. Ladies and gentlemen, the cookies. So like here the great musical lyrics of all time. So, girl, you better shut your mouth. No, Irving Berlin did not write that one. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin Tony had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about 
about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastaguri net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new laundry set that provides a powerful yet gentle clean in less time. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Final days. Get up to 25% off plus 750 instant savings on select appliances through July 13th. Valid June 22nd through July 13th. U.S. only. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Sometimes you hear a song and you say, oh, what were they... Um what were they trying to say in this particular song? I guess we can use our imagination. Here's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Speaking of imagination, I looked out my back door. I didn't see anything like this. Just got home from Illinois. Locked the front door open. Listening to Buffalo winds, do do do, looking out my back door. Hammering and elephants are playing in the band. Won't you take a ride on the flying spoon? Do do do, one less apparition provided by magician. out the front door there. Uh, looking out my back door, at least you didn't see a pink elephant, huh? Linda Scott made a, made a living going da-da-da-da. It's called Never in a Million Years. Never in a million years. 
Where would music be without the dum da dum 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 It would be something would be missing, huh? Linda on WICH with Stu. You know, Buddy Holly wrote most of his songs that were hits. But there was one hit he had that he didn't write, and this one was written by Paul Anka for Buddy Holly. One, two, two. Baby, here am I, will you left me here so I could sit and cry? Well, golly gee, what have you done to me? Well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. Do you remember, baby, last September how you held me tight each and every night? Well, whoops-a-daisy, how you drove me crazy, but I guess it doesn't matter anymore. There's no use in me a-crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights And wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore There's no use in me a-crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights And wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new and baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore You won't matter anymore Honey Holly, when he was with the Crickets, uh, let's play another song before we get to the news at noon at uh, 1 o'clock. Hey, I'm turning the clock back. This is from the very first American Beatle album called Meet the Beatles, and just about every song on that album became popular.
at that time in music some of the students in our broadcasting school would come in with beetle wigs I wish I had saved mine I'd have covered up a little bit in the front now but uh, beetle wigs having a great time with beetle music it was an absolute craze and still is today that was back in 1963 goodness gracious Hey, that was fun. I'm glad you were here, and uh, it's all absolutely free. We won't be sending you a bill for that. We have it every day, noon to one, on WICH. We have a treat together with 50s, 60s, 70s, and once in a while I go back to the uh, late 1900s on rare occasions. Tell you what, we got a news break. Next hour, anything goes. Anything you want. I might even tell some ghost stories. WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And on FM, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's life threatening. You should obey all warnings and directions from emergency officials. Don't take anything for granted. Use their judgment, not yours. Evacuate when ordered. Be prepared. President Biden saying Hurricane Ian is very dangerous. That urges Florida residents not to take unnecessary risk. Ian, with top winds now of 155 miles per hour, just shy of the extremely dangerous Category 5 status. There is some good news. The president says Ian will have only a minor effect on oil production. This small temporary storm impact on oil production provides no excuse. No excuse for price increases at the pump. None. If gas companies try to use this storm to raise prices of the pump. I will ask officials to look into whether price gouging is going on. America is watching. The industry should do the right thing. Also at townhall.com, the center is now west of Naples moving on shore. Ian's plotting pace meant the storm expected to spend a day or more crawling across the Florida peninsula. FEMA Director Deanne Criswell says Ian will cause a lot of water issues. Water is dangerous, period. From coastal storm surge to inland flooding, the majority of the state of Florida is in Ian's crosshairs. More than 2.5 million people under mandatory evacuation orders, but by law, no one is forced to flee. Governor Ron DeSantis says the state has 30,000 linemen, urban search and rescue teams, and 7,000 National Guard troops from Florida and elsewhere. They're ready to help once the weather clears. On Wall Street, stocks are higher. The Dow is up 453 points. The Nasdaq ahead 134. More at townhall.com. 
Early Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. At least 76 protesters killed by Iranian security forces during 11 days of unrest sparked by the death of a woman in custody. The number of those killed in the protests has been rising as the police have tried to disperse the crowds that have marched through cities and towns in every province. The figurehead of a young woman, Massa Amini, who died after being arrested for not wearing a headscarf in a way deemed appropriate by the authorities, has been supplemented by other young women and men who've been killed demanding greater rights. Protesters fear that a major crackdown could be mounted to silence them as has happened with previous mass protest movements. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher. The European Union suspecting that damage to two underwater natural gas pipelines was sabotage. Seismologists reporting explosions in the Baltic Sea before unusual leaks were discovered Tuesday on two underwater natural gas pipelines. Breaking news at townhall.com. A California man who pleaded guilty to COVID-19 loan fraud has been sentenced. Freddy Budamala of Irvine, California, has been sentenced to four years in federal prison, and a judge ordered him to pay $5,150,000 in restitution to the Small Business Administration. He was arrested in February trying to cross the border into Mexico and pled guilty in June to bank fraud and money laundering. Prosecutors say he submitted seven false applications for pandemic relief loans for three shell companies with no operations, claiming to need the money for payroll for non-existent employees and business expenses at bogus addresses. Budamala is to be deported to India when he finishes his sentence. I'm Jennifer King. A prototype all-electric airplane took its first flight Tuesday morning in central Washington state. The plane in the air for some eight minutes and powered by just over 21,000 small Tesla-style battery cells. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Thank you, John Scott. Let's get into our Anything Goes portion of the program. And uh, this will start it off with an open forum. The number, of course, is uh, 860-889-5252. And if you're new to the program, keep in mind that all opinions are welcome. You're welcome to disagree with me. That's okay. We don't screen the calls. Just you know what good taste is. And you know what bad taste is, right? Okay. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right. We've got beautiful weather, unfortunately, not all around the globe. But uh, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, I have a question, not about the meaning of the whole universe, but just about the kitchen. 
Okay, good. Well, you've narrowed it down to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, people used to make fun of me because of it, but it's not really anything odd because I know um, I don't have a dish drainer and the little thing under it that goes to drip down the, the drip thing under it to go to the sink because a lot of times water stagnates in there and it gets mildew. So I have very few utensils or cups anyway because it's just me. So what I do is if I have a cup or a cup or a piece of silverware, I'll lean the cup on the piece of silverware so there's air circulating under it. Mm-hmm. Because when you set it straight down on the counter, like formica or wood, painted or whatever, it starts, if you leave it there too long, it starts to mildew. And I hate the smell of mildew. So I, I have that little uh, trait I do. And um, I, don't, I was just wondering if you or anybody else out there has the same type of trait, not how to understand the universe, but how to keep mildew out of the kitchen. Well, obviously you've found a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it may, it just being me, I can do that because I can just prop it up on the on a you know a mm-hmm. butter knife on the ridge of that or on a spoon, so air circulates. But I used to, uh, I didn't, I did it through um, experience, I guess. I used to like leave a plate or a cup on the counter, and no air was able to circulate it under it, so it stunk or it got mold. So that's mm. my uh, tip on not getting mold. All right, the wonder tip of the day. Thank you. All right. Hi, welcome to the uh, welcome to the hang up. <laughs> so, Wonder Man has some interesting questions. I think he should come up with a book. Right? We have the conspiracy book with Susan and the wonder book with uh, Wonder Man and. Uh, Open up a library. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. I heard a caller yesterday talking about the price of diesel fuel. You remember that? Yes. He was saying, mm-hmm. why does it cost so much compared to regular gas when it's easier to refine? Mm-hmm. And he seemed to be blaming politicians, especially the Democrats, for the situation. Um, uh, I really think he's incorrect. Would you like me to explain why? Of course. Okay, so the Wall Street Journal um, has an article last June, I think, that stated um, something quite different. said that the government cannot tell, well, we all know this, the government cannot tell refiners what to refine and what portions be diesel and not diesel. That's because we're not a communist country. We're a, cap- we're a capitalist country. What the refiners are doing is selling more gasoline products overseas and they're getting more and more money for that and profit from the Europeans Um, we are competing with the Europeans for that and they allocate a slice of their refinery products to what they call distillates. Distillates are home heating oil, jet fuel and diesel fuel and when the airline industry woke up after the pandemic that's where the profit uh, margin was greatest for selling them distillates, and that's where they're going. So it's the refiners who are making these decisions. Uh, he is right. It is easier to refine diesel fuel than gasoline, but that's not the problem. In the long run, however, it's the Democratic Party that has created a situation where refiners are not rebuilding their refineries. They didn't modernize them during the pandemic. Uh, one or two of them shut down. I think one just shut down because it was old. The other one in the U.S. had a fire. 
And I think the refining industry is enjoying their profits right now, and they are punishing the Democrats for being anti-hydrocarbon. I think that's the long, the long view of the situation. Well, I'm but glad you called with your point and view. It's very important that we get all sides of an issue. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you, Have sir. Day. You too. Hey, good afternoon. You're on. Oh, hi, Stu. What's up, Susan? Well, okay. Um, today, you know what Joe Biden said? He was doing a little press conference about some bill. And this tells his, where his mind is or actually isn't. He's up there actually asking for Jackie Walorski. I think that's how you say the name. She died two months ago in a car accident. And yes. he's out there asking for her, where's Jackie? You know, like, okay, whatever. You sure he was referring to that Jackie? <laughs> yep, because he said Jackie, well, well whatever, Wolorski. That's mm-hmm. a tongue tire. But she's the one that died in August with a couple of her um, staff well, in, a, in a car. I tell you, that's very that. sad if he was meaning that because that's a real, that's no, real sad. remember. Mm. And they pointed out that. He and his wife did send condolences back when it happened, so obviously he didn't remember. And I have come up with the um, answer of why Tucker was talking like that last night, and Larry got upset about the U.S., uh, because I have heard the recording of the beginning before Russia even went into the Ukraine. I've heard the recording of what Joe Biden said. Guess what he said? He goes, if, well, okay, paraphrasing the, first, paraphrasing the first part. He said, if Russia goes in with tanks and whatever, troops or whatever, um, he said, I promise you, there will be no North Stream 2. And a person, in a woman asked him, what do you mean by that? And she says, how can you, you know, how can you guarantee that? And he just said, you know, basically, it's like, you know, they, they have their ways. But he did say, I promise you, there will be no North Stream, too. That's why they think America did it. Okay. Well, he never should have, you know, given him that to begin with. But Well, he shouldn't have said that. But he mm-hmm. did. And think, maybe they want, oh, and the other thing, some kind of a gas pipeline opened up elsewhere in Europe the same day that one was sabotaged. So that's a little bit weird, too. All right, you can be our detective and give give us more evidence, uh, okay? Someone told me I should be an attorney. Actually, a state trooper told me I should be an attorney. Okay. <laughs> attorney Susan, thank you. Okay. So you like a few ghost stories? Huh? I don't want to scare anybody. Well, the news is enough to scare people, but there's an article today in the Reader's Digest, and it's Supernatural Visitors. Readers have shared their... Not so scary ghost stories, but ones that they truly believe happened. And who knows? Maybe they did. So I'll give you a couple of examples here. My sister Wendy once nursed and released an injured hummingbird. It became a thing. Her and hummingbirds. As teenagers, we promised each other that if one of us died, she'd let the other one know that she was okay. Wendy was the first to go at 48. Sitting outside one morning, I felt something repeatedly swoop low over my head. I yelled, Wendy, is that you? Stop messing around and show me. Suddenly, the hummingbird hovered in front of my face. 
When I told my daughter the story later that morning, she interrupted, Mom, there's a hummingbird flying right over your head. It came so close, it could have perched on my glasses. I said, Wendy. She tweeted back and sped off. I haven't seen her since. But if I never do, that's fine. I know that she's okay. Hmm. I've heard that type of story with butterflies. Sometimes it gives you butterflies. Bedtime story. My kids were nine and eight years old when their grandpa passed. Our daughter often said how much she missed him. We wondered why our son wasn't as expressive. We worried his reaction was almost too cold until he said he didn't miss Grandpa because he saw him every night when Grandpa sat on his bed and talked to him until he fell asleep. Ooh, could be. Hmm? Do you have any of these stories? We bought a small house on an acre of land that had been neglected after the owner died. Working alone in the yard one day, I felt three sound pats on my back. Later, I learned that the last owner had been fanatic about keeping her yard neat. I think she was thanking me for getting it back into shape. Could be. Finally, almost finally, my mom died just before my birthday. We both loved greeting cards. We once had worked together at a stationery shop and sent each other plenty of cards over the years, even though we lived nearby and saw each other often. I finally revisited the stationery store months after her death. I had planned a quick search for the cards I wanted, hoping to avoid a surge in my grief. But I noticed that one card in the humor rack was glaringly out of place. It was pretty and floral, with no words on the cover. I opened it to find out where it belonged. It read, Happy birthday, daughter. You are loved more than you can imagine. I read the verse again. It was exactly the card Mom would have sent for my birthday. I still have such experiences occasionally and wonder, coincidence or Mom, I choose to believe it's Mom, reminding me that I'm loved more than I can imagine. Hmm. Well, I don't know. You have any of those stories you'd like to share with us? Here's another one. The light inside my mom's garage comes on briefly while the door rises. Once we heard music when we pulled into the driveway. As we waited for the door to open, we saw several silhouettes dancing. I looked at mom wide-eyed and asked, Do you see that? She said, Yes, that's square dancing. We later learned... The land was once a park where people used to meet to square dance. <laughs> Starting to get butterflies yet? My sister Jean was a fun-loving tour bus enthusiast who thrived on traveling with friends and seeing the sights on the anniversary of her unexpected death. I tossed and turned and cried most of the night, but the next morning I awoke laughing. I had dreamt that a tour bus filled with adventurers stopped outside my window... Jean lowered her window, looked me eye to eye, and said in her most assertive voice, I don't know what your problem is, but you need to get over it. She was too happy and having too much fun exploring for me not to get over it. Man, i got to read you some more of these stories this hour, or anything else. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Good afternoon, Stoke. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, uh, Tucker Carlson. 
Excuse me? Uh, Tucker Carlson. Yes, Tucker, yes. Um, I used to like his show when, when Trump was president. I, I liked, uh, you know, a lot of his shows. But lately, um, I, I, I don't like, uh, I think he, uh, he has a lot of uh, fake news, if you want to call it, on his shows. Can I can't give you examples right now because I don't watch them that much anymore. But one thing he did recently that I really don't like, mm-hmm. he was at the Hells Angels funeral for their leader, national leader, and he gave the eulogy for him. I sure don't remember that, and I watch him a lot. I don't remember that. It's on the, it's on the computer today. Sonny Berger, who was the Hells Angel for years and years and years, uh, Tucker gave us the eulogy at his funeral. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I, I don't know what he's doing getting mixed up with those guys for. I don't know if Hell's, of all Hell's Angels were bad guys. That certainly was the name of their group, and there certainly was problems with it in the past. So I couldn't tell you, but I didn't see it, but that's kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. Well, they're known murderers and stuff like that. And to tell you the truth, their rival group, the Mongols, have been seen around uh, Connecticut. In fact, there was a person who's on trial right now because he killed a man out in Preston one night with a gun from his car because they had an argument with a, a bunch of a motorcycle gang called the Mongols out of the casino. Mm-hmm. And um, they're kind of a scary bunch, man, let me tell you. I haven't heard anything about the Hells Angels in a very long time. That doesn't mean they're not doing things. Um, And another thing, uh, the uh, Tampa Bay game, I heard, might be played out in Minnesota. They're thinking about it because there are two uh, NFL teams that have games this weekend over in England. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be too close to the aftermath of this terrible storm coming in. So, I heard there's um, over 300,000 people with no power right now. Well, God bless them. I hope they can get through it without injuries. That would be great. DeSantis, this has to be his finest moment because... The Democrats will hang him from the highest tree if he if he makes any mistakes. Well, I don't think they'll hang him on this one. He's been very thorough. So, uh, I heard he's got about thirty thousand linemen mm-hmm. waiting to come into the state when it's done. So he sounds like he's uh, putting his best foot forward on the whole thing. All right, well, sir. I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that. Yeah, I'm glad he's leading them. Thank you. Okay, so. You know, when I say I like a show like Tucker Carlson, which I enjoy, that doesn't mean I always agree with him, just like any new show. But for the most part, I find uh, extraordinary coverage on things that are not coveraged on other stations. Let me take this call. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hi. It's Miss Anne. Anne from New London and Mystic. How are you? Miss Anne from New London and Mystic. <laughs> well, all right. Nice to hear from you. Well, I went downstairs to brew a cup of coffee since I'm a little chilly today, and I happened to catch the story of the robin. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to just let everyone know that I um, have a, many similar stories. My bird is the dove, and they've just been so numerous 
that I started to write them down, and I've come to believe that there are coincidences. People will say, oh, it's just a coincidence, but these are what we call perfect coincidences. It's what you were thinking before the actual message comes to you, and it's also that you weren't thinking about receiving a message. You weren't thinking about anything at all, and it just hits you on the head really hard, and you know that it's a message. Different from saying, oh, I think I'll look around the universe and pick a message. Oh, that's definitely a message. These come to you, like, gently, and you don't really even know. Like, you, It's not like you said, I'm looking for the answer today. I want, I want a message right now. It comes to you, and you just can't believe that that it that that it has appeared because it comes from out of the blue. So a perfect coincidence is what you're thinking before it happens in your own mind, and then it it has to do with like perfect timing. So how can I explain this to you? Like you know, so many things have to lead up to the moment when this message comes to you that there could be an array of combinations, infinitesimal amount of combinations that could make that moment happen or not, but it happens, and you're like, oh my goodness, it's pretty amazing. So I would tell you one of my stories, but I go on and on about it, but my, my bird revolves around a dove, and the dove has not ever failed me, and it comes just when I'm not expecting it, and it's been confirmed by other people. How's that? Some of my perfect coincidences have been confirmed by other people. I've been somewhere in the middle of a soliloquy about my business antics, right? Mm-hmm. And and behind a person, I will see this bird, and I'm think to myself, it can't be a dove. And I would interrupt and say, oh, excuse me, um, what's that bird on the wire behind you? And they turn around, and they go, oh, that's a dove. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I shared the story with this one particular person who was going through some of their own wondering if this whole thing is real. And I had the poor guy in tears. He said, I can't believe this. He said, I just can't believe you showed up and this happened and you told me this story. It's just, it's it's really, mm. uh, you can't even explain it, but um, I just try to try to dispel the fact that it's always a coincidence. It's not just a coincidence. It's a perfect coincidence. You have a connection with doves, obviously, huh? Well, that was my bird of choice, so I'll give you how come. So the quick story is this, because I I know you're busy with a lot of calls, but I was driving to Sunday church one day with my mother, as we did every day, and she's a more mature lady, and I said, Ma, I go, come on. I go, this isn't real. Is this real? What are we doing? You know, like, I go, how do we know this is real? We go to church, but is this whole thing real? Mm Mm-hmm. And she went, oh, oh, Anne Marie, she said. So we got to the church parking lot, and I said, really? I go, let's make a pact, just like that woman or person did with their robin. I said, listen, if whoever goes first, I go 30 days, or was it 30 days after, you know, counting the day we go, I said, there's going to be an appearance. She goes, oh, come on. We're not doing that. I said, yeah, we are. She goes, what's it going to be? She just wanted to get into the church. I said, listen, I couldn't think of anything. It's going to be bird dew. Plop a, you know, we're in the car. I go, plop a bird dew is going to come down, and I'm not doing that. That's terrible. I'm not doing that. So I said, okay, wait a minute. I go, okay, a dove. A dove's going to appear. It can appear in any shape, form, you know, however it appears, it appears. Okay, deal? Mm-hmm. Deal. It's better than bird dew, yeah. Right, <laughs> especially because she was a lady from the generation where they were gracious and ladies all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So we agreed on that, and that's how the dove came about. Now, how did a dove come to my mind? Don't ask me, because a dove is not on my list of normal vocabulary words, quite honestly. So um, that's how the dove came about, and it has become important more than once. Just amazing. I can't even begin to tell you. When, when you have time, though, I can give you, like, 2,025 examples of this amazing dove. That Well, sure. I hope that you do check in again, those uh, fascinating stories. We love them. Well, perfect coincidences, so that's it. Yeah. They're fun and amazing and wonderful, and I'm, I'm sure that um, they are messages. So there you go. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Yep, I'm looking out Bye. my window for a dove now. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, take a short break, 89-5252. Remember that expression, lovey-dovey? You're my lovey-dovey. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop, with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron and CountryCarpenters.com. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at PositiveCoach.org. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 94.5 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. All right, we're dashing into some interesting uh, kind of ghosty stories. I remember many, many years ago, because I was always, even as a kid, questioning everything and the meaning of Christmas and is it really the date and is it this and that and all the tradition. And one Christmas I said... Uh, Gee, if this is all real and the truth, um, all of these things about Christmas and, of course, the birth and all of the traditions, uh, give me a sign. The next morning, the tree I noticed the tree had fallen down. Ooh, baby. <clears throat> I believe, I believe. True story. Oh, man, what a mess that was. So uh, I would have liked a a more sensitive sign than that. Well, here's one. Logan Art and I worked closely in a chemistry lab. After Logan retired, we still met often for lunch. Logan was a bachelor with no living family. So when he passed away, Art and I inherited his chemistry collection. Old Bunsen burners, remember those? Antique acid and base bottles and textbooks from the 1940s. 
In his memory was assembled a display cabinet at the entrance of the lab. As Art slid Logan's photo into the frame, we had been gifted, he said. I wish Logan could see what we're doing with his prized collection. Suddenly, the frame began playing Should Old Acquaintance Be Forgot? Yes, it played Old Lang Syne. Art and I looked at each other in awe. We had no idea the frame even played music. We talk often about the wonderful uh, way Logan let us know that he's still around. <laughs> That's something to think about for a second or two. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, your topic, I'm thinking of Pennies from Heaven, that that songwriter that um, <coughs> wrote a song about his son. I didn't, know it was, I didn't know it was about his son. I know the song, uh, Pennies yeah, from Heaven. It, it was. He wrote it. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing I want to say, uh, one of the men really needs to, like, just put baking soda, baking soda in his drain to, to clear the odor. Um, thirdly, real quick, um, ducks. I always thought they were white, but they could be gray as well. Okay, I wasn't sure if they were all one color ever, but uh, so they can no, be different but, colors. Um, the morning doves are gray, and my friend pointed it, um, a few of them walking around her pool, that they, said, that's, that's a dove. And I was saying, I would always hear a cuckoo, like an owl, you know, in the trees, I always thought it was an owl. But they're morning doves. Oh, okay. They sound a little like an owl, huh? They're yeah, they do. They're just being they're wise gray. guys, yeah. All right, thank and you so much. Oh, okay, you're welcome. WYCH, Stu Breyer with you. Sunny today, temperatures in the 60s and upper. Tonight, cool. We have some pretty cool nights, haven't we, huh? Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, that's fall. Fall does that. But the days, uh, mostly in the upper 60s for the next few days, and Currently, it is 67 degrees. If you'd like to share a story or anything else, we can certainly take some calls on that because they're fascinating. Fascinating. Let's see what else we can find here. My husband was an early bird to my night owl. Every evening, he'd put his hands on my arms of my chair, enveloping me as he kissed me goodnight. A year after his passing, I was in my chair watching TV when I felt this rush come toward me. Without a second thought, I opened my arms for a good night hug and a kiss. Ooh. That's very affectionate. Uh, here's another story. You know, these are people who wrote in these stories. I believe that they believe, and maybe they're true. I don't know. When I was eight years old, I slept at my grandmother's on a cold night. My grandfather, Papa had passed years earlier. After Granny lit the kerosene heater in the kitchen, we fell asleep on her feather mattress. I was suddenly awakened by someone shaking my shoulder. A man smiled at me and said, Wake up and wake Granny. Smoke hung in the air as I woke her. She leaped up and got the heater out of the kitchen door. She said, thank goodness you woke up. I told her a man shook my shoulder and told me to wake her. When I said that he was smiling at me, she said, well, it was probably Papa. I believe with all my heart that he saved us that night. 
These are great, aren't they? Here's a boogie-woogie ghost. <clears throat> Everyone loved watching my parents boot-scoot-boogie across the dance floor. My dad passed way too young at 58. Months later, my mom went on a cruise, and while she was away, dad came to me in a dream, and he smiled and said, Tell your mother my legs aren't what they used to be, and it's okay for her to dance. When mom got back, I gave her dad's message. She asked what day I had the dream. I turned out to be uh, the night of the ship's dance, where several potential partners approached her. She turned them all down because they weren't my dad. I hugged her and said, well, it's okay for you to dance. Boot, scoot, boogie. Got to find that. I remember. There's a song about that, isn't it? Yeah. Finally... My grandmother passed away in August a few months after suffering a stroke. On my wedding day, the following December, I found myself desperately wishing she were there. That night, I dreamed of her, healthy and whole. At my wedding reception that afternoon, she said to me, So clearly, Michelle, you look stunning. I woke up with a smile and tears on my face. My wedding day was so happy and full of love. And then she was. There she was. The missing piece telling me that she was there the whole time. Hmm. I'll bet there's millions of stories like that. We do have time if you want to share one or two. Join the Husky Revolution. UConn football returns home to Richler Field to take on the Fresno State Bulldogs this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Fans are encouraged to wear white as the Huskies will wear white jerseys along with special cancer ribbon-sticketed helmets to promote cancer awareness. Tickets start at $10. For more information and to purchase your tickets today, visit UConnHuskies.com or call 1-877-288-2666. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, 
and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Save the station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's Save station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la I know I have that song somewhere, Boot Scoot Boogie, but uh, it may take me a little while to find it, maybe till February. I'd love to find that. It was a great song. Who did that? The Andrew Sisters or someone? Boot Scoot Boogie? Talking about some strange stories, coincidence or not, or maybe ghosts and what have you. It's nice to believe that there is something out there that's not a dangerous entity. But just wants to show you that they're okay and they're around. Hmm? One of the most interesting stories that I, my brother-in-law told me that he knew this, this girl for many, many years. And she always had this very distinguished perfume. That he said nobody he ever knew ever wore the perfume. And he hadn't seen her in a very long time. And he was in his house and all of a sudden he smelled her perfume. It was like, man, that's, what's her name's birthday? Of course, he, her perfume, he said, not birthday. Not going to mention her name, but he said, uh, that's her birth, that's her uh, perfume. I don't know if it was her birthday or not, but he was smelling it in the house. And then about a little later on that day, he got a call that she had passed away. And he always felt that that was her way of saying goodbye to him. Hmm? I don't know. Something to think about. Hey, it's time for our annual Scarecrow and Coco event at Leffingwell House Museum. There's lots of things going to be going on at the Leffingwell House Museum, 348 Washington Street. Scarecrows and Coco, Saturday, October 15th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, October 15th is the annual Scarecrows and Coco at the Leffingwell House Museum. Start with a scavenger hunt in the business-sponsored Scarecrow Garden. Scarecrows are distanced in and around the garden. They have a living history uh, presenters. Make a corn husk doll with Jane. Learn about colonial life with the Lebanon militia. Visit Sutler Big Bear Trading Company and the troops from the Rhode Island Kingston Reds. Try the flavor of the colonial chocolate. An authentic recipe from the 1800s created by Robert Lease of Pewter. Wow. The Leffingwell recipe for 2022 will be around. Outside activities are free, but donations to help heat the museum this winter are greatly welcomed. The museum is open for tourism. 3 p.m., $8. Last tour starts at 2. I have a lot of information coming in for the uh, fall scene, and I certainly hope that... uh, Keep it here at WICH so you won't miss any of it, right? Ah, yes. we got a lot of things to do. Hey, we should get a little uh, comedy for you if you want. Oh, yeah. Thank you. My friend John just found me Boot Scoot Boogie. (laughs) He's the best. So I'm going to play that in just a little bit. We'll play Boot Scoot Boogie. So let me, uh, while I get that, let me play a little tune for you by the Ponytails. You never want to be too late for things.
too late. I think I was born too early. I'm always early for appointments. I noticed that. So I don't want to be late and just maybe have something to do. I was born early. And uh, my parents always said about six or seven months early. We have a pumpkin fest October 1st and 2nd 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Crystal Mall 850 Hartford Turnpike in Waterford. Southeastern Community Center for the Blind is presenting it. If you'd like more information you can call 447-2048 and uh, find out. It's the first taste of the holidays. Big freshness and flavor to the festival season and the festive season. Vermont-grown pumpkin, squash, and gourds support the Southeastern Connecticut Community Center of the Blind. Sales takes place in the Sears parking lot, 850 Hartford Turnpike in Waterford. Well, I found the song. Well, actually, my friend John found it. He can find anything. I mean, if I lose my keys, I call him at 2 in the morning. At least I think I'm doing that. Here is Boot, Scoot, and Boogie. Came out in 1992 by Brooks and Dunn. Let's scoot on over here. Remember how to dance to that? Out in the country past the city limit sign Where there's a honky-tonk near the county line The joint starts jumping every night when the sun They got whiskey, women, music, and smoke. It's where all the cowboy folk go to boot, scoot, boogie. I got a good job. I work hard for my money. When it's quitting time, I hit the door running. I fire up my pickup truck and let the horses run. I go flying down that highway to that highway. I'm in the woods to do the boots, 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 boots. 
what'll it be? I want a shot of that redhead yonder looking at me. The dance floor's hopping and it's hotter than the 4th of July. I see outlaws and laws, crooks and straights, all out making it shake, doing the boots good boogie. I knew I heard that before. It's a big country hit for Brooks and Dunn's. I don't know how I got the Andrews sisters in there. They did Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Company B, that one. Good stuff. I bet you felt like doing a little line dancing out there, huh? What is unconditional love? Have you ever thought about that? It was a sign that once said, be the person that your dog thinks you are. Pretty cute. And I thought, well, the more I thought about it, the more I wondered if they didn't have it the wrong way around. Our dogs and cats don't love us because they think we are better people than we actually are. They love us because they love the people we actually are. They don't welcome us home because, well, we have done great things or thought great thoughts. They just welcome us home because they love us. So cute. My sister sang me, sent me a bunch of uh, pictures of... Uh, our collie dog, Buddy, that we had when we were uh, quite young. Beautiful pictures of Buddy. Welcome to the program. Stu, I went and saw Brooks and Dunn's way back in 2004. Mm-hmm. You should see Brooks, uh, if you want to see somebody play a harmonica, you ought to see him play that. Yeah, I always liked them. And now I know they sang that song. <laughs> That's good. Well, that was a hit song back then, and right after uh, 9-11 happened, they came out with that song. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they 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 split up. I don't know if they're back together or not. I hope so. I hate when people split up. <laughs> well, they're very good. They were very good together, um, especially a lot of the songs uh, they came out with. But uh, like I said, I think they split up. I, I I don't know if they ever got back together or not. I don't hear too much of them anymore. Well, let's see. That was 1992, I think, when that came out. That song, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, well. it came out with that uh, Only in America song. I believe it was, uh, I think it was 2004. I'm not sure of that. Uh, so sometime around there. Yeah, we'll find out if Brooks is still with yeah, Dunn or if really, they're done. Yeah. So you ought to see this this guy on the Weather Channel. He's a, he's in Fort Myers Beach, and they've been showing this weatherman all all day. And he's right now, you can barely see him. He's in. He's stuck in this hotel or this garage, this parking garage, and he's surrounded by like 12 feet of water or 15 feet of water uh, around him. He can't get out anywhere. But they got. They still got the camera 
filming this this hurricane, and they just had a wind gust of 126 miles an hour where this guy is in Fort Myers Beach. We'd better be careful. It'll end up in Kansas. Well, I can't believe that these these people stay out there and get these photographs of this stuff like like this. Well, it's their big challenge, I guess. Well, yeah, they got it. What a job, though, huh? To do <laughs> to do something like that. I pass. I pass on that on. one. They're wearing helmets. Good. Just, yeah, just in case something hits them in there. But th- I don't know where this guy is. If he's in a garage or he's stuck in there or he's in a hotel, like on the fourth floor or something. But they show the water. They got the water, and and this is unbelievable. The water that's surrounding these buildings, halfway up. Uh, it's, un- it's unreal. Well, I'll be checking it out soon, Larry. Yeah. Be well. Does uh, Helen need those papers the day of that bulletin? Yes, she does. And can, we didn't get ours today. I don't know about you. But uh, I'll, 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 I'll get them for save her. Save them for her. I'll, I'll leave them at her house to tell her if she calls. Oh. I'll leave them in the door for her. I know where she lives, so I'll just leave them in the door for her. Very nice of you. Thanks, Larry. Okay. Appreciate it. Hi, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. Are you still taking requests? Um, usually during lunchtime oldies, but what are you looking for? I'd like to hear a song from a long time back by Hank and Louie Wickham called I Think You're Just a Little Bit Late. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I may be a little too late to find it this hour, but maybe we can get it tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Ah, W-I-C-H, hello. Hi. Nobody there? Okay. I want to play a little comedy routine about horses. This is Jerry Seinfeld. We like to throw in a little laugh or two here. So a couple weeks ago, we go to the track. I I did that a couple of times in my life. Betting on the horses. You can't possibly win. I don't even understand what we're betting on. I mean, do the horses know that it's a race? Are they aware? Well, what is going on here? After the race of the horses walking back to the stable, I was third, I was first, I was ninth. I think they're thinking, oat bag, I get my oat bag now. Oat bag time. I got a bet on this idiot? I mean, I'm sure the horses have some idea that the jockey is in a big hurry. I mean, he's on him, he's hitting him with the thing, he's going, come on, come on, this is obviously, he, he's in a hurry, the jockey's in a hurry. But the horse must get to the end and go, we were just here, what was the point of that? This is where we were. That was the longest possible route you could take. Why didn't we just stay here, we would have been first. I'll tell you one thing the horses definitely do not know. They do not know if you should accidentally trip and break your leg at any point during the race, we blow your brains out. I think they're missing that little tidbit of information. I think if they knew that, you'd see some mighty careful stepping coming down that home stretch. Take it easy, take it easy. You win, I'll place, whatever. The important thing is your health. I've gone horseback riding. I can't do that. 
and uh, they don't give you the really good horses when you're not good at it, I found out. The guy says to me, what level rider would you say that you are? I said, I don't know, zero, nothing, whatever the system is. I can't do it. Is that clear enough for you? I'm going where the horse wants to go. That's my level. Of course, they hear that, they start looking around. All right, is glue stick back yet? How about almost dead? Why don't you saddle him up? So I get on this U-shaped lightning quick steed. I got the only horse. You could put your feet flat on the ground while you're riding them. I'm riding a hammock here. Looking up at my friends. I don't feel like we all got the same kind of horse here. It's kind of a secure feeling. I could walk along with him if I wanted. But he, and the horse wasn't too thrilled with having me either. Because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So he takes control. Going this way, going that way. I'm trying to, come on, come on. Then they just stop. You know, and you're... What? What is it? Anyway. And they look up at you. <laughs> Chill out, hop along. I know the trail. Yeah, I'm here every goddamn day, okay? And I really appreciate the kicking while I'm taking a leak, too. Yeah, thanks a lot. That really improves the already wonderful life that I have. People either sitting on me or kicking me while I'm peeing. I'm living in a paradise here at the ranch. I get out of a car that has 300 horsepower so I can sit on an animal that has one. Why do we even use the term horsepower? Is that to further humiliate horses? The space shuttle rockets have 20 million horsepower. Is there any point in still comparing it to the horses or... Any chance of going back to using rockets with horses, trying to keep track of how many we're going to need? Hey, horses, a rocket engine's broke down. Can you get 20 million friends together really fast? 20 million, that's a lot. <laughs> they make glue out of horses. I don't know who uh, started that. Who saw that potential? That's pretty amazing to me. Are you working in a stationary store? A horse walks by? Hey, wait a minute. I think he could be glue. How do we pick out the really sticky ones? You leave that to me. What about that one over there? He's weaving around. He looks like he's out of his mind. He'll be crazy glue. To me, the toughest part of that horse life is that trailer. Well, why do they make the horse trailer like that? Is that the best way to move a horse out on the highway? With their huge, fat, disgusting rear ends right in my face? Do the horses like it? They're probably standing in the back going, Do you feel a draft, Bill? I can't see anything back there, but it's awfully breezy, isn't it? You don't think our huge, fat asses are hanging out the back of this truck, do you? Why the hell would they do that to us? They already ride us around and kick us while we're peeing. Why stick our ass out of a truck?
Well, there's the uh, horse jokes by Jerry Seinfeld, one of the top comedians still today. And they're still playing the old Seinfeld shows. If you want to get away from the news and everything else, you can enjoy a few laughs watching Seinfeld. Well, it's uh, oh, a minute, minute before uh, 2 o'clock. i got to get out of here. Do I look all right? You know, I comb my hair. Had an interesting four hours. I appreciate all the calls. And thanks uh, for Jeff from Florida, who called us from Boynton Beach. My friend Jeff, he says he's not really getting hit by the hurricane there, but a few miles away they had a tornado near his house. And uh, he was giving us the latest developments from Florida. So we hope that, uh, I don't know, some areas might miss it, or maybe it won't be as devastating, but it looks like looks like a bad one. But they are prepared, and we hope everybody's repaired, and uh, we wish them well getting out of that mess. In the meantime, we're fortunate to have some pretty good weather, 71 degrees right now. So let's check in with the news, and then we'll hear uh, Jimmy Fallon, comedian, talk show host. I see him on television all the time. I think he even repairs them. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB 